2: 10, 10, 9, 9, 8, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 6 5, 5, 4, 4, 4 3, 4, 3 2, 2, 1, 1. Let's go!
3: Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre show. Mink ninety four point one. 4.1. Hey, good morning
4: and welcome to the pre show. It is already Wednesday. Look at that. It is October 5th. Thank you guys for joining us. And as always, all of your check ins, we love to see it. We appreciate you guys listening so early in the morning and uh, waking up with us. It means the world to us. So thank you for checking in. You can always check in during the entire show. Our phone number is 702 364 9400. You can call us, you can text us, and you can also tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Good morning.
5: Good morning to you. How was your, how was your day? It's good to see you all. Was, uh, how was your, what's today? Wednesday? How was your Tuesday?
4: <laughs> it was, my Tuesday was good. It was a, a busy day yesterday. Uh, had uh, the show here. I had a couple things I had to do after and then i went and did uh the tv show we host the las vegas now and so i did that yesterday and then after that uh yeah, so yesterday was national taco day and mm-hmm. then of, of course taco tuesday so of course i had to make tacos for dinner last night so uh my daughter had practice until uh, until like five o'clock so my husband picked her up and i had the tacos all ready to go and and uh, you know my my husband's like ah National Taco Day so we're we're getting ready to eat and I said you know it's also National Vodka Day would you like a cocktail Ooh. I will I will make a, a little cocktail for you and he's like uh my husband doesn't drink he's like no is that a hint you want one I'm like no actually I don't but I was you know I was ready to go all out for whatever the national day was
5: I love your celebrating all that it was also your sister's birthday too so it's all kinds of celebrations in your house yesterday
4: yeah so I sent my sister uh, a cake via DoorDash. So you can send like food gifts to uh-huh. people um using DoorDash. So um my sister, she and her husband never eat sugar. Like they don't eat sugar. They only eat like proteins. They are on like complete like paleo kind of diet. So I was texting her earlier in the day and I was like, hey, uh do you know, are you eating sugar today? Cause it's your birthday? And she goes, oh, yes, I'm eating all the carbs today. And I was like, <laughs> perfect. So I sent her a cake and she got it and she was really excited about that. And then uh, I FaceTimed with with them, um, with my mom and my brother took her and um, her her husband out for dinner. And I was FaceTiming with them uh, later last night and, and I was like, so what'd you have for dinner? And Mar- my brother Mario starts laughing and he goes, you wouldn't have believed it. And I was like, what'd she get? He goes, all sides. And I was like, What do you mean? He goes, she got mashed potatoes, (sighs) macaroni and cheese. French fries. And then my mom goes, and rice. <laughs> it's like all she ate was carbs yesterday for
5: her birthday. It was so funny. And then she gets home and she has the cake from you?
4: I, I think so. Cool. Unless she was too full after all of her sides <laughs> from dinner. They went to some steakhouse that she was like not even about the steak. She was more about the carbs. So it was pretty funny. That's awesome. Yeah. How was your day?
5: It was good. I had an eating journey myself. Um, so I went out to lunch with our boss yesterday, J-Love. I, we had a fantasy football bet from last year that I lost. And we finally got around to doing our lunch. So we ended up going to Firefly, and um, it's funny because I, we're talking about times. We're like, we go at ten thirty. He's like, "That's too early." I'm like, "Well, okay, what time do you want to go?" He's like, 11.' I'm like, okay, that works. And it's eleven o'clock. We're getting ready to leave, and he's like, "Firefly, is it open till eleven Oh,
3: jeez. I'm like,
5: ah, I'm starving. So I'm throwing out other options. I'm like, what if we go to Panera Bread? It's right down the street. Mercedes and we're just talking about it Panera Bread. It's great. He's like, okay, we can do Panera Bread. And I can see disappointment in his face. He wanted some more fancy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's like, I really wanted Firefly. I'm like, you know what? You you won the bet, so whatever you want, I'll, I'll wait till eleven thirty. We went to Firefly, and oh my gosh, we had the food was amazing, uh, but we just ate so much food to the point where I walked out of there and I was stuffed. It was a good stuff, but I was just full. Dinner rolls around last night. I'm like, I am like, I've been stuffed before, but when dinner rolls around, I have something small. Last night for dinner, I'm like, I I can't even think of eating food. I didn't have food again until this morning when I had breakfast, but it was a good lunch.
4: That, I mean, that's, they say like, that's how you should eat is have your biggest meal of the day midday and then just eat something really light for dinner. I mean, obviously you didn't do that, but um, like when we went to Europe, that's how they eat there. Their biggest meal of the day is lunch. Like they go all out, wine and everything and then dinner is just like teeny tiny it's so it's so interesting
5: it is and i and I, I woke up this morning i was i wasn't stuffed i, I wasn't bloated or anything i, I kind of worked through everything and laura and i were just talking about this and i felt like we talked about it on the show is there's there's that you grow up and there's that three you know breakfast lunch and dinner you gotta have breakfast lunch and dinner because the other night it was dinner time and i was gonna order something i was hungry i'm like do you want anything she's like, yeah well she, then she stops she's you know what I'm, I'm not that hungry i had big lunch I'm not going to force myself just because I have to have dinner. So she had a little something at the house, something small. But, yeah, it's so traditional thinking. Breakfast, lunch, dinner is the big meal. Why not go big lunch and lighter at dinner? I like it.
4: Yeah, I I just – I don't sleep well on a full stomach. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, that's the way to go. But then again, I just – I don't really eat in, in much for lunch either, so I gotta I gotta figure out some more balance. It sounds like you did it the right way yesterday. Yeah, it was uh, we definitely
5: <laughs> went big on lunch, yeah. And you don't, you're you're kind of you're on the lighter eater side when it comes to your lunch too, aren't you? Uh,
4: yeah, I, I, I it's it's a problem. I need to figure
5: <laughs> I need to figure it out. If it's working for you, it's working yeah, it for you. It's Not
4: working. It, that's a problem. So yeah, <laughs> let's uh, let's. That's beside the point. Let's get things going. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear "Connected" by Stereo MCs? do you want to hear karma police by radiohead
3: arrest girl
4: in or do you want to hear justify my love by madonna love. Want to justify my love by madonna? <laughs> your choices, you can tweet us with your vote at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or text or call us at 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1.
3: rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix
5: 94.1. Bad Bunny was just in Las Vegas with back-to-back sold-out shows at Allegiant Stadium. And check this out. Bad Bunny will be Marvel's first Latino hero when he stars in El Muerto. El Muerto, a character originally from the Spider-Man universe, is an anti-hero and the son of a luchador and next in line to inherit the ancestral power of El Muerto.
4: El Muerto. Bad Bunny. I love Bad Bunny.
5: (laughs) (laughs) He uh, he was in the WWE, uh, the the celebrity appearance, and and WWE does that from time to time. They bring in celebrities to appear at WrestleMania and everything. But Bad Bunny, when he was in there, he was mixing it up. He's flying around. The guy's very athletic.
4: (laughs) And he's really talented, too. He's amazing.
5: So that movie's supposed to come out, by the way, in 2024. You broke this yesterday. Uh, Mercedes, country music legend and pioneer Loretta Lynn died Tuesday. She was 90 years old. Her family released a statement saying, Our precious mom passed away peacefully this morning, October 4th, in her sleep at uh, her home, at her beloved ranch, Hurricane Mills. The world knew her as the coal miner's daughter. It was the title of her signature song, her autobiography, and a 1980 movie that was based on the book. Uh, Sissy Spacek played her in the film and won Best Actress Oscar. Here's some of that song. Well, I was
3: born to coal miner's daughter In a cabin on a hill healing butcher
2: holler
5: Loretta became the first female to win the CMA Entertainer of the Year award that was back in 1972.
4: I mean, really, just one of the first ladies of country music. What a what a loss. That's uh, she was just so important to the to that whole
5: genre. And and sadly too, but I think her passing has opened up uh, a lot of people's eyes to everything she did and accomplished. When, yeah. when you read about her, if you haven't heard the news, Rihanna is performing at this year's Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, this will mark her big comeback to music. It's been six years since she last released an album. Well, TMZ caught up with her yesterday and asked her how she was feeling about playing uh, performing at the super bowl her response she's excited and nervous as well Man, she's gonna be good,
4: and I can't, I can't wait, and I can't wait to see. She's, you know, she's not gonna be by herself. She's gonna bring people on, and she's done so many collabs. So I think it's gonna be fantastic.
5: Yeah, TMZ says there's a roster of at least 50 names as who might, might join her on stage yeah. at the Super Bowl. It's gonna be huge. I know you watched some of it. The Jeffrey, or did you finish the whole series? The Jeffrey Dahmer series. Yeah, we Monster. finished it. Yep. It has become Netflix's ninth most popular English language TV show of all time. Now, according to Netflix. At least 56 million households have consumed all 10 episodes um, of the limited series.
4: I wish you wouldn't have used the word consumed, but okay. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: uh, yeah. That's a reminder of you. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, Monster, by the way, is currently the number one show on Netflix. The number two show on Netflix is season five of Dynasty, which is on the CW.
4: Oh, wow. I never watched that.
5: I watched a couple episodes of the first one. I mean, many, <laughs> many years ago, but uh, of the new reboot Dynasty. But, uh, yeah, I didn't know there was five seasons of it. Have you seen this show, Fate, the Winx Saga? Nope. That's number three on Netflix. And the latest season of Cobra Kai is currently the number four show on Netflix. The Crown, by the way has surged back into the top ten all the seasons because of the passing of Queen Elizabeth. Everyone jumped on, on back on board with the crown.
4: And these are like the top English language yeah. shows, uh, shows, right? Uh, are these-
5: no, these, uh, just current shows right now. Oh, okay. Current shows right now on Netflix. Th-
4: that are the top ones?
5: Yeah, top ones currently, not of all time, but top current shows on Netflix. Oh,
4: okay. My Netflix shows different stuff then. Maybe it's all in the queue and what you have. Well,
5: based on your viewing yeah. habits and stuff. Hey, what's the one? Laura's watching the show on Hulu. It's called The Patient with Steve Carell. Yeah. Uh, she really likes it. I'm kind of in and out on it. When I'm in on it, it's uh, it's pretty suspenseful. But what's the one that you're watching on Netflix? Because we are talking about shows last night about the hotel one.
4: Oh, Hotel Del Luna?
5: Uh-huh. That's the ghost one?
4: Yeah. It's not a new show. It's it, it came out like a year ago, I think. The new one is Little Women. That is like crazy. Two, the final two episodes come out this next weekend. But Hotel Del Luna, I'm on... I, I, I finished the second to last episode yesterday, and I have one left, and I don't want to watch it because I don't want it to end.
5: Oh, it's, it's one of those. Oh. it's so
4: good. I'm gonna like I know already. I'm gonna cry when it ends. I'm so, I'm so invested.
5: <laughs> so always cool to have a show like that to watch. We'll have more dirt coming up in the seven o'clock hour, right around seven fifteen. It's Mix ninety four point one. It's Mercedes in the morning
3: welcome to another episode of mercedes in the morning
5: show number 1710
3: and now here's your hosts mercedes and jc
4: good morning and welcome to the show it is wednesday october 5th thank you so much for joining us Midweek? The week's kind of going by uh, fast, at least for me it is. I'm kind of surprised it's already Wednesday up in here.
5: I did wake up thinking it was Thursday and now just saying those words, I wish triggered I had a nightmare. Um, my final few minutes of sleep this morning. Oh boy. Yeah, uh, I don't want to get into it but <laughs> I woke up.
4: Why'd you bring it up? I don't know. As soon as
5: I said that Thursday, for some reason, just just talking to you just, just triggered something. And you, you, <laughs> you were in you, the dream. You
4: triggered my nightmare. You, you were in the dream. Oh man, you and that's I, even better. I was in it. You and I were
5: forced to against evil.
4: Oh boy! Yeah. Oh boy!
5: <laughs> it was so it was so uh, vibrant and uh, real. It was just I woke up like ah. I, uh, <sighs> I,
4: I I've been having really weird dreams lately. Last night wasn't so much a nightmare, but just. Like, vivid, and just, I remember it, and it's like, why am I dreaming so weird lately? I've been exhausted when I go to bed. I literally am falling asleep within one minute of when I close my eyes. <laughs> I'm so exhausted these days.
5: Is there anyone else having vivid nightmare-type dreams? Because, yeah, no, the past few weeks, uh, they, they've gone away, but last this last night, this morning, and it happened between, because I woke up this morning to go to the bathroom at, like, 2.30, and like, the alarm goes off at 3, so between 2.30 and 3 o'clock is when that uh, that nightmare took place.
4: Oh, man, that's yeah, that's the worst. It's like uh, so maybe some maybe it's a transitioning of the seasons. Um, I know that I I, you know, a lot of people are affected by the seasonal seasonal affective disorder or whatever. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people get uh, depressed and, and just feel kind of melancholy as the as the darkness sets in earlier and all of that. And so maybe that has something to do with it. We're getting more tired because we're seeing less daylight or something like that. The sun's coming up later. The sun's setting later. When do we fall back? That's not till, uh, or yeah, fall back, right? Yeah. That's uh, not till uh, November? I
5: I believe so. Yes, not till November, which will be here soon enough. But yeah, that that definitely could be something because that does... Play a big effect on me with just as soon as for some reason it starts getting dark out, my mind goes, You got to get home. You got to start, you know, getting ready for work the next day or do this, do that. Summertime, July, when it's late out to eight o'clock, I'm going with no worries at all. And so it definitely has, it's an adjustment period. So maybe that's affecting these dreams.
4: I think it's affecting my personality at home at least because both my husband and my daughter uh, both were like, What's wrong? You're acting weird lately. You're so quiet lately. And I I I'm like nothing is wrong. I just I, I don't know what to say. But uh, yesterday I was in the bedroom and I was uh, I laid down for a second. And I was looking at my phone and my husband comes in and he's like, what, you know? And I was like, mm, nothing. I don't know anything. <laughs> like, like it was just dropping fast. It, it was an odd question. Uh-huh. And, and it didn't really give me room for, to answer it in a way that didn't sound short. And I was like, nothing. And he's like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, no nothing's wrong with me what why what's up he's like you're just so quiet lately and i was like you just asked me what i knew like what 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 did you want me to say like i know a squared plus b squared (laughs) equals c squared like what two plus two is four and uh... And, and so i was then that kind of put me on the defensive and and i was like he's like you seem mad i'm like well i'll be honest i'm getting mad now because i don't understand like what's going on and then my daughter she comes home from school same thing she's like what what's going on? I was like, nothing. She's like, What's wrong with you? I'm like, nothing. Why? She's like, You're really quiet lately. I'm like I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> and then I thought, well, maybe I am acting weird. Maybe it's the seasons. I don't know.
5: Is there with uh, the fact that Sophie too? You're, I mean, your you're, Sophie's away at school. Do you have you adjusted to that? Is there still an adjustment period? You just had her in town this weekend, which is awesome. But do you think that that's something to do with it too? I,
4: I really, I, I honestly, hand to God, don't feel like I, like I'm not upset about anything. I'm not sad about anything. I, I don't think it has anything to do with that I guess I'm just more quiet lately so they're taking it as me being upset but it was just weird because they're asking me no one's questions like why are you mad I'm like I'm not mad <laughs> <laughs> you're acting weird I'm like Sorry. I don't know how to answer these statements. What are you are telling me? I'm acting weird. Oh, okay. Have a nice day. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. So, yeah, it was kind of weird. It was like some tension. And I finally am like, look, I'm not getting mad, but you guys are making me mad. Now. Yeah, but keep asking you, why are you mad? It's just,
5: you know, you're going through not even a thing. It's just sometimes people get in those moods. And, and that is the worst. When you're, when you're not mad, you're just doing what you're doing. But people assume that you're mad and they keep like feeding that to you. Why are you mad? Something's wrong. Nothing's wrong. And then you start getting worked up and they're like, see, you're mad.
4: Yeah, exactly. I'm not mad. (laughs) (laughs)
5: It's one big giant circle. (laughs) Well, lots coming up on today's show, including two truths and a lie. We'll do that at 630 this morning. Also, there's tickets for you to go see Ed Sheeran. That show is happening in September of 2023. Tickets on sale Friday, October 14th, but your tickets at 740 and 940. And up next is What's Trending.
4: Is it over for Tom in Giselle? All rise is a new home record, a home run record, and the ultimate decor for ranch dressing fans. That's all coming up next in What's Trending. Is
3: probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending is on Mix 94.1.
4: Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen are trending this morning. Is it over for the celebrity couple? Well, that's what Page Six is reporting. It seems that the two may be headed for divorce. They're saying that the couple, they've been living separately for the past two months following a big fight. Now they're looking at dividing their multi-million dollar empire the sources say that they both have lawyers and are looking at what a split would entail who gets what and what the finances would be. Neither of them or their reps have commenting but uh, have commented, but the internet sure has they're moving fast and already saying that Giselle should um should get together with uh, Pete Davidson. If if
5: this is (laughs) true, those are the odds. The odds are saying she'd be Davidson afterwards. (laughs) Ah, that's 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 a bummer. And then stories too that she's really upset with him coming back and playing football. Yeah,
4: I think that's what it was behind the entire thing because uh, you know he took that time off for a little while, and everyone was wondering what's going on. And he even said, you know, life happens. You know, I've got I've got bleep I'm dealing with right now, and everyone's like, oh, okay. So it's not related to you, you know, any injuries or anything like that. So obviously something is not happening uh, right in their relationship right now.
5: And that, that bums me out. If that's, the, if, that, if that's the factor that he retired and went back to play and, and she's upset with that, isn't that just a blip on the radar? If he is just back for one season, then he'll retire next season and be focused on his family. It just, I, I don't like it if, if that's the one thing. Like you're giving up in your entire marriage, the kids and everything else, because that one little decision of him going back to play for a season.
4: Well, I'll take the other side on that. I would be absolutely furious if he made a commitment and I was terrified of him every time he took the field of something happening to him and, you know, looking at, look at what happened with Tua, you know, what, what if he's the next one? What if that happens next? And if he, you know, he said I'm done and he made that commitment to our family and we obviously don't need the money and we're well off. And then all of a sudden, oh, I changed my mind. And now you're putting your, your, your life and your safety on the line again, just because I don't know what your ego needs it just I I completely understand I wouldn't I don't know that I would end the whole thing but I would be absolutely furious oh I absolutely see, furious yeah
5: I see the I see the upset side of it but just I mean in my mind so let's say he does make it through the season unscathed wins the Super Bowl does not and then retires let's say they, they call off the marriage they, they split up they're going their separate ways and the season's over it's like okay I'm here I'm done I'm retiring I'm ready to spend time with the family. Not, I mean, I'm not saying that's the right decision to retire and the family. Kids are excited. No, I'm going back. Yeah, that stinks. But if she's basing the one thing on one season, I mean, it's got to be something deeper than that.
4: Well, I would say there's definitely more to it. But it's also it. it's it sounding like it's it sounding like this is being put on her that she's and and you don't know, like none of us do what what he's his feelings are. Maybe mm-hmm. he's the one who's like, oh, you know, football is my priority and and then you know i i don't know but it's i i don't want her to be unfairly blamed for this whole relationship ending thing it, you know it sounds like there's two people in it and and it's not just one person's fault if they're deciding to walk away
5: exactly yeah and hopefully it's not just based on one decision it, it, you do see that oh, a lot happen a lot of players retire and they get home or get off the road and like oh man I miss it and they get back into it there was um who was the um Jason Witten retired from the Cowboys went into the booth for a year announcing it's like I missed it he came back and played for the Raiders for a year yeah it, they missed the game these guys
4: it, it, it's and I can understand that but at the the same time you got also got to think of your family mm-hmm. too so that is trending this morning speaking of sports Aaron Judge is trending he made history last night when the New York Yankees superstar knocked his record-breaking 62nd home run of the year here is the call Swung on,
3: there it goes deep left it is high It is far oh to set the new American League record.
4: In the game was against the Texas Rangers, and uh, he broke the record set by fellow Yankee Roger Maris 61 years ago. Now, on the books, he's only seventh on the all-time list thanks to uh, the home run race between three National League sluggers between 98 and 2001. And if you remember, that was Barry Bonds, who holds all-time record, with 73 homers in 2001, Mark McGuire, in uh hit 70 in 98 and 65 and 99 and then Sammy Sosa hit 66 and 98 64 in 2001 and 63 and 99 but those guys are all suspected of juicing uh, McGuire actually admitted it so a lot of people are you know the baseball purists are saying that Judge is the real home run king of Major League Baseball now that he's one home run ahead of Maris and that includes Roger Maris Jr. who tweeted congratulations to Aaron Judge and his family on Aaron's historic home run number 62. it has definitely been a baseball season to remember. you are all class and someone who should be revered for the majority of the fans, we can now celebrate a new clean home run. Yeah.
5: <laughs> you said the game was in Texas last night?
4: Uh, no, the game was actually in Yankee Stadium, I believe. Oh,
5: because I was going to say the one—the one, the sound of, of the ball hitting the bat—is just—I mean, it, what a great sound! But the crowd—if it was in Texas—I love the fact that the, the excitement in that no, crowd. No, they
4: were at the Rangers. Were, uh, I, I I take that back. My bad. They were at the Rangers.
5: Just the, listen to the excitement that—well, the ball hitting the bat and the excitement of the crowd. Just so excited to see this historical moment.
3: Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is
5: high. it is far. Ahead
3: to set the new
5: American League record. That a cool sound. I
4: don't know if uh, you can find it, Steph, but the the Yes Network call of it, because that's the one I was watching, and uh, Michael K., when he hit it... Mm-hmm. I don't know who this guy is, but and no disrespect to you, Mister Man. But uh, Michael K's call was so good. The excitement got me hyped when I heard him. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like <laughs> I was just like freaking out. It was so cool. So maybe for uh, what's trending in the nine o'clock hour, we can get the the Yes Network version of Michael K doing it. it was so it, it gave me goosebumps when, when I heard it.
5: I want to hear that because we should do that. Make a whole break of it, hearing like the neutral announcer calling a big play, and then the home. To- Town announcer oh, calling wherever the man. play is. There's such a, a, a world of difference. And Bob Costas broke it down on why announcers do that. But that hometown announcer, nothing beats hearing their excitement. He
4: was, yeah, he was awesome. So that's trending this morning. And then finally, Hidden Valley Ranch is trending. They they want you to bring even more ranch into your home. They just launched an entire line of ranch inspired decor. With the help of interior designer Danny Daisy. Now, she's really known for her intense patterns and her bold colors in her designs. And they've collaborated and created the first ever Hidden Valley Ranch home collection, which debuted this week. You can now purchase items like tablecloths, shower curtains, throw blankets, beds in a bag, coasters, placemats, and more, all decorated like Hidden Valley Ranch bottles. You can buy the items now for a limited time in their online store at hiddenvalley.com. And that is what's trending.
1: The game is two truths and a lie. So you've heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard yeah it.
5: because
6: babies play that at their birthday
1: parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game.
6: It is time for Two Truths and One
4: Lie, where two of us are telling you the truth about something, but one of us is lying. Can you tell who the liar is? You can always uh, let us know. You can call us, text us, 702-364-9400. We're live streaming on YouTube and Facebook also right now. So who is the liar? We've all... Draw our little slip of paper to predetermine what we have. Does everybody have theirs ready to Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, Anyone anyway, want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first here.
5: Okay. So I got uh, 30 seconds. We'll start the clock. And uh, let me pull it up here. And let's see here. So last week, Mercedes, you were talking about, uh, your tutoring skills. Um, my story this week is that I was, uh, I was in a car accident when I was 16. I missed about a month and a half of school. So my parents sent me to a tutoring center called Sylvan Learning Center. And I went there by the first night and drove there and I went to it and I hated it. I did not, I did not want to be tutored, uh, in in school. And I ended up playing hooky the following three weeks until finally it would have been week four, week five. I get home and my parents are like, How was Sylvan Learning Center tonight? I'm like, that was it was great. Why? Like, well, they called and said you haven't been there for the past three weeks. Ah. Like, ah.
4: <laughs> I actually could see this happening.
6: I don't know.
5: Sylvan Learning Center, and I played hooky for three weeks.
6: Where did you go when you played hooky? I
5: would just drive around town. At one point, I went to the library. I just did not want to go to Sylvan Learning Center. I went anywhere but Sylvan Learning Center. I went to the video store. Just went to a buddy's house. I just went everywhere but the place I was supposed to be.
4: Actually, the more I think about it, I think your parents would catch on a lot faster. I don't know if you would. Pull such shenanigans.
5: Well, I was talking to my mom last night. I'm like, I, like, why do they wait three weeks? If I went week one and week two, week three, week four, I'm not there? And I then- think
4: that's a pattern. I was like, week one, that could be a one-off. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Week two, Okay. Coincidence? We'll see about next week. And then next week, is like something's up here.
6: Yeah, more like days. I would be like a day one if my kid or a center said, oh, you you missed school today or tutoring today. I would tell the parent right away. Three weeks sounds a little excessive. It was
5: once a week, too. It wasn't every day. It was once a week. But oh, okay. I, it, it was at night, too. I just I didn't want to do it. I'm like, I don't want to go to Sylvan Learning Center. I'm uh, fine.
3: All
6: <laughs> right. <laughs>
4: is JC telling the truth or is he lying? What do you guys think? Uh, two truths
6: and one lie. All right, Steph, why don't you go next? Awesome. All right. Count yeah. me down.
5: You start now.
6: So when I was younger, I took a lot of ballet classes, and there was a famous ballet dancer that was going to teach masterclass, and he was from Moscow. He dance for the famous Marinsky Ballet. His name was Mr. Ilya Kuznetsov. I'm sorry if I mispronounced it, but he was really strict and really mean to the point where he made me tear up in class. When we were at the bar, my hand would go like this and my thumb would be out. And he said, no thumbs! And he made, got a sheet of paper and he put it in between my hand. So if I dropped the sheet of paper, then I would get in more trouble. So I had a sheet of paper between my thumb the whole entire masterclass you
5: <laughs> Wasn't that the, the plot of Sex and the City season two or three? <laughs> Didn't Carrie Bradshaw fall in love with a Russian ballet dancer or something? I've
4: never seen Sex <laughs> and the City, uh, so I have no idea. Uh, yes, that did happen. Interesting. Mm, were you
5: watching Sex and the City inspired that by saying? <laughs> like, hey,
4: I know what I'll say. Next week, it's going to be uh, that she hates scrunchies.
6: <laughs> Just like Sex and the
4: City. That My
5: friend a Samantha. Yeah, that was a, plan. That was a plot. <laughs> no
6: idea. I've never What'd seen What did you have to episode? do? Did you have to hold
5: a piece of paper like this? Yeah,
6: so he would go to the speaker where all of his setup was, and he would cut a sheet of paper. He had to hold, he said, You have to hold this sheet of paper for the rest of the class so that I, if it fell, then I would have more trouble. So, uh-huh. yeah, I, the whole entire class I had a sheet of paper so my thumbs wouldn't look like this. My hands, if you're seeing it on Facebook Live, yeah, it had to be closed. And he said, No thumbs.
5: I do like your Russian accent too, by the way. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so bad.
5: So what do you bad. think, Mercedes? Uh-huh. I don't know. I feel like I would have heard something uh, well, like that. Well, I mean,
4: I. D- <sighs> I kind of believe it because I know like hands during like dance is a big thing like you don't want to have like claws and stuff but at and that's kind of an interesting way to teach that. I don't know if you would just make that up, but at the same time, it does sound like Sex in the City. So. Does it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <Maybe are> all...
6: <laughs> I was a producer in
4: a past life for Sex in the City. These are all like
5: low-key uh, truths. These are tough. tough. Yeah, okay. all right, Mercedes, you ready?
4: Alright, I am ready. Starts now. Okay, so yesterday was my, my sister's birthday, and I was telling her on the phone that every time I hear a certain song, it reminds me of her, because I remember driving to the hospital when I was a kid to meet her for the first time and my dad he loved listening to cozy 101 which is the easy listening station and the song that was playing on the air as we got in the car to go see my sister for the first time was stuck on you by lionel richie and i tell her i don't hear that song often but when i hear lionel richie i think of you <laughs> being
5: bored. <laughs> again low key okay stuck on you Being are stuck on you. Your dad was into country music, wasn't
4: he? He did like country music, but he loved Cozy 101. And I think that station is still in existence. That was his song. It was kind of like elevator-ish kind of slash uh, dentist office music, you know. And that song was on the radio. And I I just thought, this song will forever remind me of my sister. (laughs) I remember saying that to myself. Oh, Monica. This is a... And so, I never hear this song, but when we went and saw Lionel Richie in concert last week, um, he did sing a part of it. He didn't sing the whole song. And I was like,
5: oh, my sister. I see your dad driving.
4: On. Quiet in the back seat. <laughs> I, was, I was sitting there looking out the window like, oh my gosh, you're about to be my sister. Like, that was really a big emotional thing for me. So there you go. There's my story. Who is telling the truth? Who is lying? I got no pushback on that, too, from you guys. Too. Well, I'm what it was like impression. dancing on the <laughs> ceilings
5: or something else? Another line on Richie's song. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what do you guys think? Who's telling the truth and who is lying? 702-364-9400 is our number. Let us know what you think. Um, Don says Carrie's last season, she fell for Maca- Mikhail Baryshnikov. That wasn't his name <laughs> in Sex and yes. the City, though. Um, this one says JC is lying. Frank says JC is lying, said he was in a car accident. Accident. And you said you went driving around town while you quit school, and I believe the school would have called the day you skipped.
5: Yes, uh, accident happened in November, and I missed school for two months after that. The Silver Learning Center was the spring the following the following year.
4: Mm, okay, Casey says. These are tough. Yeah, they're all like they're they're all very believable. Ivana says Steph has got to be lying on this one. Um this one on the text line says Steph is definitely lying. This one says, uh, I think Mercedes might be lying. I believe it's Lionel Richie, but a different song. <laughs>
5: it's such a subtle
4: technicalities, yeah. It was on a exactly. different radio station. It wasn't on cozy or comfy, yeah, whatever it is.
5: Exactly
4: cozy comfy. <laughs> all right, let's do the big reveal. Who is telling the truth? And who is lying? Truth teller number one? That's me. Ah. What a sweet moment. Uh, stuck on You it reminds me of my sister. I, so I, I still remember it like it was yesterday, driving in the car to meet her for the first time. And this song came on Cozy 101 very sweet.
5: What if they played something different, like Hello or something? Have a whole (laughs) different thought process.
4: It would have been, like, yeah, it would have been something easy listening. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. That was my dad's jam. So there you go. Truth teller number two.
5: Playing hooky from Sylvan Learning Center. (laughs) Whoa. Wherever the camera is. there, There it
6: is. Oh, JC,
4: you're I don't a I don't very bad
5: boy. I don't need no tutoring. <laughs> you're bad. I don't
4: need no tutoring. Ay, ay,
5: ay. I was talking to my mom about it last night. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I forgot all about that stuff. She's like, yeah, we didn't forget. We paid for it for four weeks. and You never went.
4: <laughs> that is pretty funny, which means, Steph. I was a liar. You did watch Sex in the City. Uh, that was
6: a lie. <laughs> Mikhail
4: British, the cop did not teach you. <laughs> that
6: is true. I've actually never watched an episode of Sex in the City, but But I did have, I was in ballet. That did happen to me, but I never never cried. I was just like, ah, I hated ballet. Ballet was so tough. But I stuck it up. I, I sucked it up, and I just I went through with the class.
5: And you still had a Russian instructor?
6: I did have a Russian instructor. I just don't remember his name, so I just made up for it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> All right, next hour, one hour from right now, those tickets for you to go see Ed Sheeran. That happens at 740. And then up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? All
4: right, it is Sober October, and how you could actually benefit from this month. We're going to talk about that. Also, is there a celebrity that really inspires you and pushes you to be a better person we're going to talk about the people that are inspirations to others and goodwill has launched a new website for your
0: online thrifting we're going to talk about all that coming up next in the hot three
3: Here we go. It's time for the Hot 3
5: on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Flyover Las Vegas. Locals now get 50% off.
4: It is Sober October. Sober October is an effort aimed at getting people to take a month off from drinking alcohol. And they say October is the best time of year for a 30-day vacation from spirits. It's right before Thanksgiving and Christmas. When you're going to probably be doing some extra drinking and not having alcohol for 30 days will also increase your energy, help your liver, and let you l- lose weight faster. I don't know why they're doing 30 days. Doesn't October have 31
5: days? You now? need a day to adjust. So, do, you, do you get
4: do you get Halloween? Do they give you back on a Halloween? Or, you or one pass.
5: Yeah, a lot of one pass.
4: I I mean I feel like I have s- some months where I am completely sober. I don't have anything. And then, yeah, the holidays come around and I feel like, oh, let's open a bottle of wine. (laughs) So I'm down with this, although I already screwed up because I did have um, wine on Saturday night. So I guess if you take that one away. That'll be my freebie that's night. That's your free day, yeah. So then I if I, I go the rest of the, the month, I guess. But my mom's coming out to visit, and I know we'll open a bottle of wine, so eh, I'm out. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm celebrating Vodtober, where I have vodka on the weekends. Two oh. or three, that's when you have two to three vodka tonics on the weekend. And during the week, you don't drink. But on the weekends, you celebrate life with a couple cocktails. That's what, that's what you do. Vodtober, huh? yes. Oh, I
4: like it. All right. Also, this morning, six in 10 people give credit to a celebrity for helping them push through a limit in their lives. 44% of adults over 30 say that a celebrity role model helped them push through a tough personal matter. 44% credit a celebrity for helping them take on a challenge and 41% were inspired to improve their physical health and nutrition. So who are the celebrities that inspire people the most? Well, in no no particular order, some of the celebrities listed were The Rock, um, Oprah Winfrey, soccer player Cristiano Ronaldo, Beyonce, uh, Rebel Wilson, Jennifer Lopez, Tyler Perry, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Kardashian, Bear Grylls, Richard Simmons was on this list. Uh Tupac, Selma Blair, surfer Bethany Hamilton and Jamie Fox were just some of them that were listed. That's
5: a solid list too. Any celebrities on that list or different celebrities that have inspired you in life? Um I
4: hmm not not so much. I mean, I I guess they're all in everyone can be inspiring in some ways, but nothing no one on that list in particular uh for me.
5: Uh, for me, and you, you had him call at my birthday show. Richard Rawlings from Fast and Loud and Gas Monkey Garage. I just think he's uh, just a cool dude, a Renaissance man when it comes to business with all his endeavors. I admire that in him. When you're running through that list, I can see different inspirations. Yeah, uh, like the, like the Rock. I've seen a couple of his workout videos in the past, and I've tried a couple of his routines, so that has inspired me in the gym. So I can see how these these people would inspire people. And the stuff that Selma Blair is doing right now, she's
4: pretty inspiring. Yeah. Oh my
5: gosh, Dancing with the Stars! She's crushing it right now too.
4: Yeah. So uh, think about that. Who who is it for you? Uh, Uh, on that and anyone on that list uh finally this morning uh have you ever been at goodwill and thought man i have gone up and down these aisles i can't find you know anything that works for me well this news this is going to be a game changer for you goodwill has just launched a new website for online thrifting called goodwillfinds.com Now, until now, Goodwill did not have a centralized online business, so it was just random stores selling a few of their donations online through third-party websites like eBay or Craigslist. Well, Goodwill Finds launched yesterday with roughly a 100,000 items available online, and they say that more stuff will be added soon. There's a little bit of everything. There's clothes, electronics, kitchen stuff, home furnishings, books, media, toys, and collectibles, but you're not going to find anything that is dirt cheap. It looks like they didn't bother uploading anything that wasn't at least about $5. You still have to pay for shipping too. So keep that in mind. But now there's actually a a place that you can find these treasures. I mean, get them while they last. That's the only thing I would worry about is, okay, wait, is there just one of these available or are you going to have many of them? But I'm I'm looking like I just clicked on a, I just clicked on Nike and they have like a bunch of Nike things that you can buy. They have Kate Spade like shorts, shorts for 16 bucks. Like they look like there's some decent deals on here. A lot of stuff have the tags on them
5: still. Yes, I did the same thing. I clicked on Nike and then I, I sorted by the highest price item first. And have you heard of these Nike SB Dunk High picnic Men shoes?
4: Um, They look like a... S, like-, like a Dunks, yes. SB Dunks. Yes, um I'm looking at them now. Those are interesting.
5: $1800 for those shoes.
4: Yeah. I uh, Pass on those. <laughs>
5: <laughs> um, so they do have a great, they have good stuff on here.
4: Yeah, they do. So now you can find some of your goodwill finds online. There you go.
5: Now, here in the 7 o'clock hour, there's tickets for you to see Ed Sheeran. We have him at 740. Win him before you can buy him tickets. And then up next, we kick off the 7 a.m. Social Club. We'll be live on YouTube and Facebook for the entire hour.
4: It's Lizzo. It is Mix 94.1. We are live on the interwebs right now. We're live streaming on our YouTube channel and on Facebook for the 7 a.m. social where we broadcast the entire show for the 7 o'clock hour on the air and off the air. So if you are near your computer or your phone, you can check us out on our YouTube channel and on Facebook.
5: We are just talking about shopping at that new Goodwill site and everything. I bought some clothes on eBay and I I think I got ripped off on some v-necks that I bought. I, I, there's there's a, a certain clothing line that I like at, at uh, Macy's Men. It's called American Rag. And they really scaled back on their their options. And so I went to eBay and found a shirt that I used to have that I love, and I bought that. And then Nordstrom used to carry this V-neck by James Purse is the is the brand. And uh, they stopped carrying the V-necks. And I have one on right now. And they, they're soft. I've had this for at least seven years. They last a long time. So I jumped onto eBay, and some guy was selling James Purse in multiple colors. And so I bought three of them. And they arrived, and I unpacked them yesterday and put them on. And I'm like, these are not James Purse V-necks. They're like I said, soft. I mean, you just tell the quality. These were like thick, stocky, like a Hanes V-neck. They had the James Purse logo on them, but it, they just didn't feel right. So I shot the guy a note last night because um, I, I feel like I got ripped off on eBay. Have you ever been ripped off with online shopping?
4: Um, I have been pretty lucky, but I haven't gotten anything on eBay. I, d- I don't really buy stuff on eBay cuz it's my uh my fear of getting ripped off. So, I I guess you can get easily ripped off on Amazon too, but um I've I've definitely gotten things that weren't what I expected. But this one, you said it's seven years old and it's super soft. Well, maybe it's super soft because it's seven years old.
5: Yeah, it's just a different material when it you touch is? it. Yeah, compared to, like, there's a difference between this material and you can feel the James Purse. And it, they had the James Purse label on it, but I'm thinking maybe it was white labeled and the guy just put the labels on there. So I sent him a note. I'm like, hi, I got the shirts today. Thank you for the prompt service. Are they real James Purse or knockoffs? They feel more like Hanes than James Purse. And the guy wrote back immediately. If you have owned James Purse before, then you can tell it's real. You can look at the inside care tag and compare it to the one you have from James Purse to see. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to contact me.
4: Oh, well, my question is, can I return them? Because they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think of that?
5: I, 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 was, I was bummed, too, because I'm all excited, because it, it's, normally it's like a $60 v-neck, and this guy was selling them for 30 bucks, so maybe that should be the indication uh, that they're half off, and the, and the guy's you know, losing money on the DLP selling them for that price.
4: Well, it also could be, I mean, I, I don't know about this brand, but maybe um, they do have different varieties as far as, like what the makeup is of the t-shirt. Maybe mm-hmm. one has more, um, I don't know, is it um, polyester in it. One has more cotton in it, something like that. Maybe there's just different varieties of it.
5: Could be, could be, but I feel like I got ripped off. And I wrote back to the guy, I'm like, don't worry, I'm not going to return them. I'm going to keep them. Just want to give you a heads up.
4: You know. I just want to give you a heads up that you sold me something that's janky.
5: Well, I got this weird fear, too. I was like, he knows where I live. Like, nothing to do anything, but what if he gets real mad at me? Where is he from? Uh Let me see. Where... Like,
4: he's going to travel all the way out here so he can be like, you right. called my T-shirts knockoffs. You left me a
5: bat. Let me see if I can see where the guy... Uh, where the...
4: <laughs> Have you ever been uh just totally scammed online where you got something and it was not what you, what you thought or what you expected? I've had... um a company that my husband he bought like airpods case holders um from online and it was from china and he he ordered i can't remember what they were but um they weren't when we got them it was a completely different case wasn't even what we ordered and so we actually got them through paypal so we sent a thing to paypal saying we did not get what we had paid for and they reached out to the sender and the sender's like we We reserve the right to substitute items. And we're like, well, we don't want the substitutions. And they're like, okay, send them back. Well, the cost to send them back to China was like $145. So we're like, we're not sending back this... Fifteen dollar case for one hundred and forty five dollars. So we petitioned PayPal, and they agreed. And they're like, "Just keep it. We're gonna refund your money for you."
5: That's a score. It's a win right there. I
4: thought that was right. So I still have them. If you want, that makes you feel better (laughs) because of your fake
5: T shirts. Thank you. I'll have it with my fake T shirts. I can't find it. I gotta see where the guy is from. I don't know him coming He's after you. He's probably waiting at your house right now. He probably now. is. He flew out here. Uh, you just, just, you wait. <laughs> you say my James Purse <laughs> are actually Haynes V Necks and I white labeled them? I'm going to come get you, my friend.
4: I just looked those up. Those are expensive t shirts. Yeah. They're like $145. No. Yeah. The ones I looked up were.
5: They used to be like $68, and this guy sold them for 38 Oh
4: my gosh. They're like, this one is uh, 145 bucks.
5: Well then, these got to be fake. If I got them for thirty bucks, one
4: hundred sixty-five bucks. Where are you looking? One hundred ninety-five bucks. JamesPurse.com.
5: Oh, then these are definitely knockoffs. This guys two
4: hundred and twenty-five dollars. What? Oh my gosh, these are super expensive. The guy, yeah, you definitely got knockoffs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the
5: guys probably should have responded, "Hey, idiot! You got them for thirty bucks. What do you expect?"
4: Seriously? Wow.
5: Yeah, look at that. Yep, they're knockoffs. <laughs> Based on price alone, I got knockoffs.
4: Well, your your one has lasted you a long time. It was worth the, the price, apparently.
5: Yeah, but back then they were like sixty bucks, you but know. I guess James Purse. The stock has gone up. Yeah. Good for you, James Purse. This hour, there's tickets for you to go see Ed Sheeran. and we have them at seven forty
2: all the rumors are
3: true yeah it's time for the daily dirt on mix
5: 94.1 bad bunny was just in las vegas with back-to-back sold-out shows at Allegiant stadium check this out bad bunny will be marvel's first latino hero when he stars in el muerto el muerto a character originally from the spider-man universe is a anti-hero and son of a luchador and next in line to inherit the ancestral power of el muerto this is coming out in 2024
4: i'm excited for that i like love bad bunny i wonder if he's uh he's gonna do the role justice i'm sure he will
5: i'm sure he will and um he's been in the wwe a couple times and the guy is he's athletic he's got moves he's flying in and out of the ring very impressed when he would uh make his special guest appearances in the wwe and i was just looking online there's some rumors that he might come back again post malone got a new tattoo on his forehead the initials ddp They are the initials of his new baby girl. So he has not released her full name, but we do know that these are the initials, and this is the baby girl that was born back in June.
4: Hmm, Diamond Dallas Page. I was just thinking the same
5: thing. He likes the yoga. Or DDP the wrestler.
4: Well, obviously we know that uh, Post Malone's last name is Post, so D.D. Wonder. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be something odd, like celebrity-wise, where it's like, (laughs) uh, der- <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that I could say on the air because I was thinking of Zoolander. Do you guys remember what <laughs> from Zoolander? Derelik.
5: <laughs> oh, Derelik. Uh-
4: <laughs> Never. <laughs> Let's move on. I, I gotta. I- I'm going down a different road here. But
5: I gotta. I, you promise not to make fun of me too much on this one.
4: Uh, I can't make any promises.
5: <laughs> but I didn't know Post Malone. Post is his last name?
4: Yeah, Austin. Richard. Austin
5: Post? Austin Richard Post. I had no idea. What's the Malone then? Just throws it in there? Or is it meaningful for I Malone? He think it
4: was off after, wasn't it after Carl Malone?
5: Is that and what it he is? He loves
4: Carl Malone. Yeah, he loves Carl Malone. And so he, uh, from what I understand, I that... that He it was kind of like his or or someone. There was some rumor that he used one of those rap name generators, and it gave. I was going to say,
5: let's do that. So, so what would be your rap name, Mercedes, based on your last name? So you got Martinez, and and based on your favorite athlete's last name,
4: um, Martinez. Well, I'll just for the sake of you know him being in the news
5: right now, Martinez Judge. Perfect, Uh, Aaron Judge. Yeah, how about you? Uh, I would be Fernandez Smith. As an Emmitt Smith, former running back for the Dallas Cowboys. Steph, what would your rap name be?
6: Oh, Sadella Bryant. I like that. That's good. Kobe Bryant. Yeah.
5: Are you going to the Lakers game tonight?
6: No, I'm not going. No, I'm not going to go to the Lakers game.
5: They're in town tonight.
6: Yeah, I know. And also... I wake up super early, so unfortunately anything on the weekdays are just kind of hard for me. It is
5: hard with a 7 o'clock start, but yeah, Lakers in town uh, at Phoenix, too. Is that the plane? I think. 7 o'clock at T-Mobile. Thriller turns 40 in November. And in honor of the Sony music and the estate of Michael Jackson are celebrating the 40th anniversary with an official documentary. It's going to feature never-before-seen footage and interviews and focuses on how the album launched Michael Jackson into mega stardom. But this album turns 40 in November.
4: That's hard to believe. That's
5: crazy. I know. I saw that. Like, not can't be. How's that possible? Angelina Jolie dropped some more abuse allegations against Brad Pitt. They were contained in new court papers filed in the dispute over their French winery. So the new accusations allegedly occurred on that plane ride that took place just uh, days before Angelina filed for divorce back in 2016. And she says Brad, quote, choked one of their children and struck another in the face. He also grabbed Jolie by the head and shook her. I mean, uh, it goes on and on. There's more claims. She added some of the children pleaded with Pitt to stop. They were all frightened. Many were crying. Now, federal authorities did investigate this incident back in when she first brought it up and declined to press charges based on their investigation. But she's uh, bringing it back up in new court papers right now.
4: Ooh, those are some ugly allegations. Seriously. Yikes.
5: All right. So this hour, Ed Sheeran, he's going to be here in September. There's tickets go on sale on Friday, October 14th. But we have your tickets. Tickets coming up here in about, what, 20 minutes? 740 on those tickets. It's Mix 94.1.
3: Let's get back to more Mercedes in the morning. I like to listen in the morning and uh, while I'm driving to work. On Mix 94.1.
4: I was absolutely betrayed yesterday. I'm really, actually, it was day before yesterday. But I think I I was, like, so traumatized by it that I forgot to talk about it yesterday. I, I mentioned how we went and grabbed Panera Bread for dinner night before last. And uh, I got their little half-salad, half-sandwich combo. I was very excited. Hadn't had Panera Bread in a long time. And uh, this salad I got was like this Fuji apple chicken salad. So it was a lo- nice little half-salad, tiny little uh, container. And uh, they give you the option to take stuff off and put stuff on. And And so I always get my salads with no tomatoes. Like, that is my thing. So we get the salad, and I'm looking through, and I see something red in there. And I'm like it doesn't look like a tomato because the way it was cut, it was like, it kind of looked like a red pepper. I was like, oh, are there red peppers in this? And I, I I pick one up and I show it to my husband. I'm like, what do you think this is, tomato or red pepper? He's like, that looks like a red pepper to me. Show my daughter, tomato, red pepper. She goes, oh, that's definitely a red pepper. I'm like, okay, yeah, I thought so. Put the dressing on, take a big bite, take a bite. Oh my gosh, it was a tomato. I was like... I, I, I couldn't get the taste out of my mouth I was wiping my tongue with a With a paper towel I was like this is this kind of thing I'm rinsing my mouth out I was totally betrayed Have you ever thought you were eating one thing And it turned out to be something else Maybe it was a food you hated Maybe it wasn't even a food You thought it was a food But it wasn't a food Has that ever happened And then one thing my husband said He goes I think it's so funny How you love ketchup And you love like tomato sauce and all that But you hate tomatoes what how can you love those things but hate tomatoes?
5: <laughs> By the so we go back to you biting into what you thought was a pepper and it's a tomato, I envision this sound effect just blaring through your house. Yeah. you take the napkin, do this tongue wipe like that's going to fix anything. Oh, trying to get it off.
4: I was rinsing my mouth. Oh, out. Get the I, it, just, it just did not go away. It was so <laughs> gross. And then I felt like my salad was kind of tainted because even though I got the rest of the tomatoes out, I could still taste that tomato juice. It spread it its was, flavors. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So bad. But I do love salsa and ketchup and all those things. But I dislike tomatoes. My husband, he loves Coke Zero. So we'll go. We'll go to a place out to dinner, and they'll say, "Do you have Coke Zero?" And they'll say, "No, but we have Diet Coke." And he's like, Ugh.
5: <laughs> "Not the so same." He, he
4: loves Coke Zero, but he hates <laughs> Diet Coke. Is there something like that? And when when were you betrayed by food? You thought it was one thing, but it was something completely different.
5: I was betrayed uh, uh, by, by dates. Um, we have the salad that we make that Laura makes and she has, there's dates in it. And so she goes to Whole Foods and buys dates and and I cut them up and the dates are delicious. I really not really had dates until just the past, like two or three months ago. And so we put it in salads, we have dates in the, in the house and I love them, they're great. Last month for our anniversary, my parents sent Laura and I like this dried fruit basket and inside there were some dates. I had a couple of glasses of wine at the house and I popped them open. I'm like, all right, dates. And I put it in my mouth and take a big bite. I didn't realize there's pits in dates.
4: Oh yeah, you got to be careful.
5: No idea. I thought I thought I cracked a tooth. I bit down so hard like oh dates. I love dates. Oh, what is that? What is this? Spit the thing out. I'm like there's pits in dates. I had no clue. We buy the pitted dates obviously, and I had no I had no idea that those were inside dates. Betrayed by the dates. The dates Betrayed it hurts I, th- I thought i i thought i broke a tooth. it was that bad
4: what what else were you betrayed by and what what is the thing that you love but you hate the related item um anonymously just uh just commented on our youtube channel i love french onion soup caramelized onions onion rings but i cannot stand raw onions <laughs> i agree I five those things raw onions oh they're just awful can't stand it um jessica when were you betrayed by food
3: channel, channel, jessica she's listening yes to the
4: station. hey good morning what when were you betrayed by
0: food I thought i was eating onion rings and it was calamari ah. <gasps> oh.
4: I actually betrayed my my child with that before i was like it's just an onion ring taste it oh that's not good <laughs> but you know what she hates onion rings so she wouldn't taste it so it didn't work <laughs> at the end <laughs>
5: but i do like one, calamari one but if you're more rubbery well if you're, yes. if you're expecting one thing right like jessica if she's expecting that onion ring and to get the calamari it's just it's just a surprise it catches you off guard
6: yeah absolutely steph were you uh betrayed by food before I was at Costco, and they had awesome samples, and they had the samples for ramen. And I was like, oh, this ramen's good. There's tasty chicken in it. They they got me to buy it because it was so good. Well, I make it at home. I warm it up. I follow the instructions, and I'm like, there's no chicken in this. So they put the chicken in the samples, but they didn't put the chicken in the actual broth. Oh. It was still good, don't get me wrong, I still love it, but there was no chicken. There was betrayal there.
5: They showed you the fancy version and then sold you like the low-key, like, uh, econo version? Exactly.
6: <laughs> <laughs> the Kirkland version. <laughs> <Dang> it! <laughs> oh.
4: Kirkland can be awesome sometimes, but I guess, yeah, you can be betrayed. This uh, text says, I, th- I love cucumbers, but I can't stand pickles. Yeah, pickles are just cucumbers, yeah. pickled. That's funny. Um, Lavinia says, my husband ate a small bowl of creamed butter thinking it was vanilla ice cream.
5: (laughs) Wasabi is not green ice cream. It is wasabi. Be careful.
4: This one says, I'm with Matt. I love Dr. Pepper. And when our server always suggests root beer, not the same. Uh, Yeah, those are two totally different tastes. Two different worlds. Not even close. Yeah. And a lot of people agree on the tomatoes thing. Uh, They love like salsa, ketchup, sauce with seasoning, but then you come to a raw tomato and it's just
5: gross. (laughs) Alright, there's tickets for you to go see Ed Sheeran. We have them in less than five minutes here. And also up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? All
4: right, do you believe that aliens exist? A lot of us do. We're going to talk about the results of a new poll. Also, people with this body type are perceived as being more narcissistic. What do you think it is? And... What are the year's most popular Halloween costumes for kids, for adults, for your pets? We're going to break it all down for you coming up next in the Hot 3.
2: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites.
5: 74.1. It's Mercedes in the morning.
4: All right, let's go to the phones, which are going crazy right now. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Your caller, twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. So happy you made our day because you listened to the station and now you get to go see Ed Sheeran next year. His mathematics tour coming to town, going to be at Allegiant Stadium in September, and you're going to be there too. Congratulations!
5: Oh my gosh, thank you so much. You've made my entire day. Oh, thank you, Michelle. And we've got these tickets all week long. In fact, your tickets to Ed Sheeran are coming up in the nine o'clock hour at nine forty.
3: Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. And the
5: Hot 3 is brought to you by Flyover Las Vegas. Locals now get 50% off.
4: We've talked about aliens on this show before and whether or not we believe in, para- in... not. I don't want to say paranormal activity. I don't think that's paranormal. Just aliens in general. But a lot has happened and changed over the last 25 years, including America's belief in aliens. Extraterrestrials in a new poll 57% of Americans say that aliens definitely or probably exist compared to just 25% who don't believe in aliens. Uh, the other 19% say they're not sure. Put, put me with the ones that believe. I definitely believe, I think they exist. We're not the only things out there. There's no way. And we're aliens to someone, some other group of.
5: Of living beings. That's a great point. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Mercedes. The universe is too big. We don't know. We hardly know anything about the universe. I I definitely don't think we're alone. It's It's something else out there.
4: It's funny to look at how far we've come, because in 96, they did a similar poll Uh on UFOs, and they found that just 20% of people believed that aliens were responsible for the supposed UFO sightings while a About like 51% believe there was an actual natural scientific explanation. Uh, 7% of people say we will definitely make contact with aliens within 10 years. I think we already have. I think we just don't know about it. I think that they're trying to calm the masses. I think there's been contact. I think that. I think there's so much that has already happened that we are completely oblivious to.
5: We go back to the the Roswell crash was in the 50s. Was that the Roswell, the aliens and and all this stuff that came after that? And there's stories about how if if the the so-called Roswell crash, the aliens crash here, you look at the technology that came right after that, the microwave and all these other things came out after that. And they're saying that the government with this this, um, spacecraft that crashed, they took some of that technology and used it for good here in America.
4: Uh, and then it was it good? I mean the microwave great invention but kind of dangerous. So are they getting us to fry ourselves?
5: Oh, that was the grand plan. Yeah, like it, they're
4: they're they're totally making us think it's a great thing but in the end it's actually hurting us and this is a way to eliminate our species.
5: They're so smart And what like if there's aliens when they say there's three or four of them, isn't their family and friends like they out looking for them like oh man, Tom and Susie went on that ride. Been I mean, gone for so long. No well, search I mean, party.
4: We don't send the we, with our astronauts. We don't send up their families with them. You know, they they stay home. They take care of things. That are, no, are I'm, going say, on. I'm saying if something happens,
5: if the astronauts go up there, and they don't come back. I think their family will be like, Hey, oh, has anyone yeah. seen? You know, the astronauts that we sent up. You guys, come on, let's send out a search party. For I them. think
4: they watch it on some, their their version of television. They're all anxiously awaiting, so they know they know right away if something. You so know, you know, it's, it's, it's not, a it's like, Oh, where did they go? <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, and they celebrate it differently. Back in their whatever planet they're from and it's like a a tragic day i'm like oh that's the day we lost tom and Susie. or
4: maybe it's a positive day like this is where we've made advancements and they did it for us people we should honor them and they have a celebration i like this a parade
5: an alien parade i i
4: I have it all planned out in my head it's very weird (laughs) place my head um also this morning uh do you feel like certain body types are more Narcissistic? Well, uh, apparently, according to a new study, people are, assume that individuals with greater bodily attractiveness and physical strength have more narcissistic personality traits. In this study, they uh, had participants view a series of images of male or female bodies and they rated their perceived narcissism. The men and women then completed an assessment of narcissism. And uh, in what it is, basically, nar- narcissistic admiration is characterized by the grandiosity and charmingness and, and they say narcissistic rivalry is characterized by aggressiveness and asserting supremacy. So they found that those with greater general bodily attractiveness, larger shoulder to hip ratios, smaller waist to hip ratios and greater physical strength tended to be viewed as having higher levels of narcissistic admiration and narcissistic rivalry the researchers note that these impressions obviously seem to be based on biases none of these body cues are actually related to actual levels of narcissism it's just what People perceive, but there's no scientific basis for that whatsoever. It's
5: just based on looking at photos, like oh, that person's in shape and good looking. They must be a narcissist. Yeah,
4: like they they look like you know they have a great body. They must be in love with themselves. <laughs> so that's what that's how people perceive.
5: Yeah, it. I can see that out there. Um, I didn't realize there was two different types too of narcissists, like a yeah. nicer one and a mean one. Almost. Yeah, there's
4: like I, but I I feel like I know people who fill fit the bill for both. Like I I can see. I never knew that there was a characterization with you know those different kinds either. Mm-hmm. But if you think think about it. Okay, the narcissistic admiration, they're, you know, very charming and like, "Uh, yeah, I can see that." And then the the narcissistic rivalry, they're the ones who always have to let you know they're in charge. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. It, it's I I think there's definitely both both types. It's interesting that they named them though. I had no idea. Yeah, there. same here. Uh, finally this morning, these are either the top Halloween costumes to buy this year or the ones to avoid if you want to be unique. Costumes.com, they uh They've listed the top selling costumes so far for kids, for adults, for pets. So the top uh, costumes for adults this year are going to be that inflatable T-Rex, which is like that's been around for so yeah, isn't long. That played out? I, I, I kind of <laughs> thought it was it's been around for a while, but that's going to be really popular. Wonder Woman 1984. Buddy the Elf. Dark Knight and Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. Um, a couple of the other ones in the top 10. Captain Marvel, Ray from The Force Awakens, Harley Quinn, and the Ride a Beer Buddy. That's the one where you're riding, it looks like you're riding on a guy's shoulders, but it's really like uh, your legs. Yes. Uh, those uh, yeah, those uh, are kind of, uh, <laughs> those crack me up. They always throw me off for a second. Um, the top costumes for kids are going to be Paw Patrol, Justice League, Dorothy, Darth Vader, and again, Harley Quinn on that one. And then um, the top costumes for pets this year will be Minions, um, Bette Midler's Winifred character from Hocus Pocus, Beetlejuice, Tigger from Winnie the Pooh, and Walking Teddy Bear costumes they also posted a list of the costumes that are more popular than last year from on pinterest and the ones that are seeing the biggest boosts are stranger things obviously elvis and priscilla uh, Patrick Bateman from American Psycho and Top Gun costumes. Those are going to be the big ones.
5: Have you ever had a costume fail? You realize you put it on like, oh, this is a lot of work once you get to a Halloween party or like that T-Rex thing. You're, you're that T-Rex thing, but you're walking around someone's house and the tail and everything is bumping into everything. Ever have ever a costume fail?
4: Um, I think my costume fail last year was kind of a costume uh, fail because you made a comment. And then I was like, wow, I really screwed this up. I was supposed to be Cruella DeVille and you're like, oh, are you Moira from S Creek? Yes, I I thought you were the mom I thought it was brilliant. I was like, no I'm supposed to be Cruella DeVille but okay.
5: It looks like Moira to me because I'm not familiar, like Cruella DeVille is not in my mindset. But the mom from S Creek, I'm like, look, that's brilliant I thought it was perfect, like the wigs and everything that she wears. I was
4: like, oh, all right, well yeah we'll just go with it i'll be whoever you want me to be it was good it was spot on They're creative mercedes Scott she's going
5: with the number one shows in the country
4: yeah that's it that was the number one show in the country maybe during the pandemic not not last year i thought you were spot on the mom
5: from s creek you crushed it you're like i'm the lady from dalmatians I'm like oh okay that still works as well well you know what can you do no it's a win it was that was a compliment my friend <laughs> now coming up here in the eight o'clock hour there's tickets for you to fly over vegas it's a four pack of tickets and we have them for you at eight twenty-five.
4: It happens to people. It happens to people, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. I think that it's it's normal. Um, it doesn't happen to everyone, but you don't have to be embarrassed about it. And if it's happened to you, what was the circumstances? Because I really think that there's so many factors that come into play on it that you have to really analyze the whole situation. I'm talking about failing your driver's test. So my girlfriend her son just took his driver's test this week and he failed and he is he is so upset he is so so sad she was telling me that he has just been beating himself up and i'm like dude you he cannot be he cannot be upset about this it happens to so many people it happened to my daughter the first time she took her driver's test there's so many things that come into play it's so nerve-wracking don't be embarrassed have, have you did you fail your driver's test and and what was the reason for it? If you did, I guess he just got really nervous and um, he made a lane change and he didn't leave his, um, his blinker on long enough. Oh. It was like one of those, you know, one blinkers. And then apparently he did not make a full stop at a right turn where it was red and he had to stop fully, but he kind of coasted through, through it. it yeah oh. so those were like the two things that just made him get the boot did you did you pass your driver's test I on did. the very first time
5: i did um i failed my we had the permit test there's a written test and i failed that the first time so to go back and take that so i failed and it was probably just some question about See, speed you or something
4: the, you failed the yeah first failed time. it the, uh,
5: but then the actual driver's license test and here's the thing though in Pennsylvania, and it may have changed, but back when I, when, I, when I took my test, we wouldn't drive on the street. You went to the, the DMV, and there were certain testing sites, places in town, and they had just a huge parking lot where you, did, you didn't go on the street and drive. We drove through a parking lot. I had to do the parallel parking, stop all the things, but I was not actually on the street with the instructor. If I think it was on the street, I'd be extra nervous. But the fact that it's in this parking lot and I also knew there were three instructors and, and my buddies that took it knew who the nice ones were, the mean ones. I knew going into it. If you had the lady, she was the nice one. So I, I was at ease as well.
4: Oh, man. Yeah, it, it happens to everyone. What was not everyone, but a lot of people. What was your driver's test? fail what happened and what was the reasoning behind it maybe it was the written part if i would have missed one more on the written part they told me i would have failed i i i got just enough i couldn't miss one more and then on the actual driver's test um at one point i remember the, the guy went, whoa, 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 like break. And I was like, oh, but I still <laughs> passed. I still passed. Were you on the street, though? In a, or, I was on, the, on street. the street. I was in a neighborhood. I was actually, I thought I was going to go on the freeway. Thank God he didn't take me there. But I was right by the freeway. Um, and, and we went in their little route. But with Sophie, uh, her mistake was, um, it was during COVID, that, that where all the schools were shut down. And she was driving... Okay, first of all, I took her to the um, the East Sahara location, and she did not know that area oh. at all. So she was blind in this mm. new area. They took her by a school, and she thought, well, schools are closed, so the school zone rules don't apply. So she went the regular speed limit. They still applied, even though school was not in session. But school not in session. So she automatically failed.
5: And that was the one thing that they got her on?
4: That was the one thing. They're like, I'm sorry, I can't... If you drive over the speed limit in a school zone, you're failed. And she's like, but there's no one in school. Yeah, I'm right there with her. And they're like, but it's still a school zone, and it's during school zone hours. She was devastated, devastated. We had to wait three months for her to take it again. You
5: have to wait three months when you fail? Well,
4: she did then. I don't know if that's a rule. We couldn't get an appointment. Everything was my appointment. Uh, Maya, did you fail your driver's test? Yes, I failed it my first time when I was 18. What happened? I was making a...
0: I was making a right-hand turn and there was a bike lane and a as soon as I went into that bike lane, she instantly just like stopped the ride. She was like, Yeah, you failed. <laughs>
4: like, they don't even give you a chance to redeem yourself. You're like, I'm
6: like, you're, oh you're
4: done. Oh, that's the worst. I mean, yeah, that's there's like automatic things that if you do that one thing, there, there's stuff they'll mark you down for, but you still are okay. But then stuff like that, it's automatic. That going into school zone. Uh, this te- uh, This text just came in from Jackie. She said, I failed four times at the Sahara location. I passed on the fifth time at the Flamingo location so funny someone told us that they're like the Sahara location driver's tests are so much harder. And then, so we went to the Flamingo. She passed with flying colors. No issues whatsoever. It, it feels like so it would funny. be
5: that way. Something about it, too, that area down there. Maybe a little more industrial down there. It's an older area. You go to the west side of town, this Flamingo one. Seems like a little bit nicer over there. Yeah, like, it, I don't know. It's it, not like... The people different environment. Nice. Yeah, different they, driving environment on the west side of town versus that East Sahara location.
4: I think, too, it's just what are you familiar with? She knows the west side of town because that's where we live. She had never been on that in that area before. She's been on the east side of town plenty of times, but never in that specific area around the DMV. So mm-hmm. she didn't know what was there. She was going in blind, but that was literally the only place I could get her an appointment for. So that's where
6: we went. And yeah, that was a mistake. Steph, uh, did you fail your driver's test at all? I for sure failed my written test because I remember I had to retake that. But the actual driving portion, I thought I was going to fail because I remember they said, okay, let's time to parallel park. And I was like, oh, this is one of the most nerve-wracking times. So I parallel parked, but I reverse drove, reverse drove. I mean, I, I it felt like five minutes. <laughs> but then we get back to the, the the DMV and he goes, congratulations, you passed your test. I was like,
3: oh my God, I passed. Thank God.
5: There are cars now that parallel park on their own, and if your kid's taking the test in, in that kind of car, and the instructor says, okay, parallel park, and they just push the button, and would that be a pass?
4: No, it's funny, because my car does that, uh-huh. and it also has the reverse camera so backing in, so they had her back in, and uh, she said, you can't use the camera, and so she had to turn off the screen so she could do, do the it the old school way with yeah. the mirrors and everything? Yeah, so she had to she had to back in. Hardcore. But it's so funny. I remember the parallel park thing on mine, too, and they're like, Okay, parallel park here. So I pull in, and a car had just left, so I ended up backing all the way up and then pulling right into the spot. Oh, perfect. <laughs> She's like, that's not how you parallel
5: park. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I parked, did I not? We're here safe and sound. <laughs> now we have those tickets for you to, to fly over Las Vegas. That's a four-pack of tickets, and that's coming up here in about 15 minutes. When you win, heads up you got to love this. No commercials until 9.30. It is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning.
4: I was just cleaning out uh, my studio here, Uh and uh, look what I found. Watch. Oh, they they got your gavel. It's the golden gavel. (laughs) I I found my golden gavel. Um, This is the golden gavel from this game that we were sent. It's called Judge Your Friends, and it's so funny. Um, I forgot I had the golden gavel. gavel. Um, And the way you play this game, actually, maybe we should um, mm-hmm. Do you, do you guys want to play a quick round of it? Yeah, that was so much fun the first so time. So yeah. basically on Thursdays we play incoherent and we're almost out of cards. And uh, one of these game makers is like, hey, you guys should play this game we, that we created. It's really cool. It's called judge your friends. And so basically what it is is um, you draw a scenario card from the deck and you read um, there's two scenarios on there. And you read one of the two scenarios out loud to the group. And then the defendants w- would decide if they are guilty or not guilty. And then they, they pick a card that says guilty or not guilty. And then the judge guesses one at a time who's guilty and and what plea each defendant submitted. That's
5: <laughs> so much fun. And so
4: and so um, we did this once, but it's so funny because some of the scenarios are great. So so let's uh, let's play a, a, a round of guilty. Or not guilty, judge your friends, okay? Are you we ready?
5: Need, we need we I think we need a different theme song in the future.
4: Yeah, because this sounds like jerker justified. Yeah, and
5: this is not jerker justified. So okay. I'll give it a taste. Okay.
4: Okay. Judge your friends. I think Apple is the best sight ever. <laughs> She's got it in her hands, you guys. I'm holding it up for all to see, uh-huh. even though you can't see it. Okay, so JC, this is you. Uh don't tell us if you are guilty or not guilty, okay? okay. Um but this is the, the scenario. Uh, the defendant has sucked a toe the defendant has sucked a toe are you guilty or not guilty A uh, Steph do you think JC is guilty or not guilty
6: uh, uh, <laughs> of sucking a toe I'm looking at JC right now I feel like I'm looking into the past of the things that we don't know about JC and I think he's Guilty! Guilty! I feel like there was one night he got a little frisky (laughs) with Laura, and he was like, oh, baby. (laughs) Give me a I, foot. I uh, being
4: uh, being with you on this. I also, and I, I don't think it's a one night thing. I think you and Laura. I think you guys do that. I think you guys like to suck on each other's toes. <laughs> guilty. I'm right the gavel. Uh, reveal right, my answer now. Okay, can, can you reveal the answer? How do you plead?
5: Guilty, but in the nineties. In the nineties. In the nineties. I've never, I've never sucked Guilty's Laura's toes. Guilty. I've never sucked Doesn't Laura's matter toes. A decade. <laughs> I have sucked toes in the nineties. (laughs) Wow! Like, it was the 90s. <laughs> it was the 90s. Ni- don't blame everything on the 90s, okay? You can't do that anymore. You know, it was, uh,
4: visuals, trying new things. The visuals are, oh. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I've never sucked on Laura's toes, though, but I have sucked toes before. This is my buddy, Gil. We were roommates. We are bored. Oh, my gosh. Okay, okay. that's worse.
6: <laughs> that's really worse. That's what? gross. You and your roommates, you are bored? I don't want to know what else you do when you guys are bored. Yeah, no kidding.
4: We're well, just sitting there hanging out watching
5: football. Oh. Hey. Oh. Slide over here, my friend.
4: Okay. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> All right, Steph, are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> the defendant has sniffed glue. That That is Steph. Do we think Steph has sniffed glue? <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll go first. Yeah. I think that, like, Steph joking around with her friends in, in, in elementary school, they had some albers, and they were like, hey, guys, I heard of you sniffing, and you feel funny. Let's try. So I would say, Steph... Is guilty. <laughs> I, think, I think Steph has
5: sniffed glue. Without a shadow of a doubt, Steph, <laughs> you have sniffed some glue. <laughs> we're talking Elmer's, we're talking a stick, crazy, <laughs> Sharpies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay.
4: All right. Defendant, are you guilty or not guilty? Have you sniffed glue before?
6: I... I'm guilty. <laughs> oh! I have definitely sniffed. Like, who has not sniffed glue? I, I mean, I remember as a kid there was the glue stick, and I feel like some glue sticks were blue or there were different colors. And I—that's the first thing I do. I open it up. I put the. I roll it up a little high. Ooh, I love the smell of glue. <laughs> all
4: right, all right.
6: Mine is next.
4: Are you guys
5: ready? Uh-huh. Okay, judge your friends. By the way, try all these things at your own risk. Sucking toes and sucking glue. We don't condone it.
4: (laughs) Sniffing glue. (laughs) Sniffing. All right. Consuming. The defendant has peed in a sink or shower. Have I peed in a sink or shower?
5: Am I guilty or not guilty? Well, Mercedes, you're 100% guilty of peeing in a shower. Now the sink as well. Hmm.
6: Like, I don't see her, the the, the toilets taken and something. She's like, I got to
5: go. I don't see her going in the sink. I'm going to say you have peed in the sink before at a college party or something, having a good time. (laughs) Didn't you run in the bathroom? Your brother was there and you went in, in the tub or something. No, uh, we
4: we both went in the toilet at the same time. I just scooted up and he went by. How does that work? It was so deranged. I don't even
6: want to. Very interesting family oh, like, dynamic.
4: <laughs> it was, we both had to go and
5: we were like, let's just go at the same time. It was weird. But so if you did that, I'm going to say yes, you're guilty on both of them in my opinion.
6: Okay, Steph. I only see her guilty for peeing in the shower. I don't see. Mercedes is too classy to pee in the sink in my eyes
5: go back to college Mercedes she's classy now she's full of class party girl
6: Ooh. no I see her peeing in bushes but not in the sink <laughs> well I
4: will tell you one of you is correct one Ooh. of you is correct and I am guilty of both oh! yeah! 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 I- guilty no, you, guilty on both no, charges you, both
6: in the sink and
4: the shower yeah okay so the shower's a no-brainer and I still do that to this day mm. you know that's just a yeah I do it, it what it, it is what it is the the sink thing I'll tell you what happened so um it was in the dorms my sophomore year in college <laughs> our room had a sink in it. But we didn't have a bathroom. It was a community bathroom. And one night, it was late. I didn't want to walk all the way down the hall to the bathroom. So I put the chair in front of the sink. Turned on the water. And then just went in the sink. And then that was that. And I just went back to bed. I didn't have to leave my room. Brilliant. Brilliant, my friend. I'm speechless.
6: (laughs) I see you so differently now, Mercedes. I know. I know. It was all
4: about being, you know. I, I, I needed to. I just needed to stay in my room because you know when you don't want to lose your sleepiness when you have to wake up and yeah go to keep the bed. your eyes shut you, kind of too yeah. as well so yeah i was like i don't want to lose my sleepiness if i walk down the hall it's bright in there i'm gonna lose my sleepiness so i kept my sleepiness and just kind of worked my way in there did what i had to do and got back in bed
5: steps like the courtroom reporter like on a big case we thought she'd be charged with one of them but she got charged with guilty for both counts yeah
4: <laughs> i i feel i feel like i've uh the respect that Steph had for me
5: is gone,
6: <laughs> just a little bit. I still so love you. I still so respect you. It just—it's it's different, Mercedes. Now
4: oh, we need to wow. do a di- di-
5: diagram of the brother thing too. How did that work? <laughs>
4: Let's do a TikTok of it today, <laughs> oh boy. That I hope you, someone find someone else to film though. Oh. <laughs> so not
6: going to be me. That game is so much fun. Oh,
4: judge your friends. It's uh, yeah, that's a good one. This might be the our replacement for uh, for uh, incoherent when we run out of cards coming up soon. But it's a good one. That you learn a lot. You really do. Low key judging too. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <It's> okay, high <laughs> <I>
5: key <keep> judging. <laughs> 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 Glue toes sinks. Lots going on there. Oh man, you are you and Laura do the. T- Thing. I know it. <laughs> I night. know. I don't.
4: They're like,
5: hey. <laughs> 90s, yeah, but and now. Then you,
4: and then you do. When the toe no. pops out. The pop. <laughs> <laughs> but That's a hard like suck. On, on lollipop, lollipop,
6: no. lollipop. Toes lollipop. yeah. <laughs> and lollipops.
5: <laughs> right now we want caller 20 at 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing heads up. And we got a really cool prize for you.
4: Yeah, we do. We have a four-pack of tickets for you to go to Fly Over Vegas, the ultimate flying ride. So much fun. It's located next to the Hard Rock Cafe across from uh, the Park MGM on the strip, you're ready to go have some fun with the family. Just be caller 20, you get to play Heads Up. You pick your category, you pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400.
3: It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Lenny?
6: Laney? Lenny, Lenny. Lady? Hello, hello? L- Lonnie! <laughs> hello,
4: Lonnie!
5: Lonnie! Laney!
4: Lonnie! Oh boy, I don't think Lonnie knows that uh, they're caller 20. Uh, Lonnie? Last time? Oh no. Hello, hello? Lonnie! I hear Lonnie laughing.
5: Yeah. Uh, phone's been working all morning. I okay,
4: want... I'm going to put Lonnie back on hold. Okay. Hold on one second. La-da-da-da-da. Steph is checking if Lonnie is there. And we, uh, Lonnie is gone. Oh. oh, Lonnie, I'm so sorry. That means we're getting caller 21 now. And it is Georgiana. Hi. 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 Good morning. You're caller 21. Yeah. All right. Well, here's the deal. We've got passes to fly over Las Vegas for you. If you can get six answers in 60 seconds in one of these categories, do you want to go with Sound of Music, Hole in One, or Sunflower?
2: Uh, I'll do Sunflower.
4: Sunflower it is. All right. National Flower Day is Friday. These are all things that are associated with flowers. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? I will go with you, Mercedes.
5: Okay. Alright, here we go. Sixty seconds on the clock. You get six correct, you get those tickets to fly over Vegas, and you start now.
4: Okay, so they need water and plenty of this to grow. From the from the sky.
6: Sun.
4: Um, okay, yes. Um these these will fall off of a flower when it's dying, the one by Petal. one. Yep. Um, this is what you hold a flower by. You hold it by its what? Yeah. Yes. Um, this is where you might um, plant flowers and make a, a whole one of these. A garden? Yes. Um, when you walk down the aisle, you have one of these of flowers. It's uh, all of them together. They're wrapped a up. Yes, a bouquet. Um, some roses have these on the stems. They're very pokey. Thorn. Yes! Nice! <laughs> you got it, congratulations! Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Nice job. Yeah,
5: and it pays to keep on calling, too. If something happens to Caller 20, we got to grab Caller 21. And you're all set with those four tickets to Fly Over Vegas, the ultimate flying ride. We'll have them again tomorrow morning at 825 when you win Heads Up. And next hour, at 940, tickets for you to go see Ed Sheeran. It's Mix 94.1.
4: This Show Bruno Mars on uh, New Year's Eve is going to be so good. So much going on in town for New Year's Eve uh, this year, and we had your tickets for that. Make sure you are listening because next hour we have another pair of tickets for you to see Ed Sheeran his Mathematics Tour coming to Las Vegas next year, and we've got your tickets in the nine o'clock hour.
5: I was telling Mercedes, Laura and I, Laura, my wife and I are complete opposites on something here. And did you did you do this with your dogs, Max and Molly? Would you let them lick your face?
4: I did. I would also share food with them, too. Yeah.
5: To what extreme would you let them lick their face? Because with Jax and Zoe, I'm down for two or three licks. Jax, I sit on the couch. Jax will jump up to me. I'm super excited to see him. He's excited to see me. He gives me a couple of licks, and I'll kind of lean away or, or put my hand up to kind of I'll block his tongue. I was watching Laura of the weekend. She sits down on the couch. Jax jumps up there. It goes up on her lap, starts licking. She doesn't even flinch. She lets him go. I'm so just like nonstop. I'm like it does doesn't even flinch. We're the complete opposite when it comes to this thing.
4: I will even let other dogs kiss me on the face that's probably gross but uh we you know um we'll have dogs come in studio for um for stuff or one of our co-workers had our, her had his dog here the other day and i was just like fine lick my face i don't care i know it's so unhygienic and people are probably like ew that's gross i just i it, i don't mind it at all i just think dog dog kisses are sweet i'm totally fine with it i think my husband's probably more like you he'd be like yeah you get away. I do think he let Max and Molly kiss him on the face, but I don't think he would let other dogs kiss him on the face. Would
5: he let Max and Molly go to completion until they decide they're done and walk away? Would he take a couple of licks?
4: I mean, I didn't really analyze it. Honestly, I think that probably a couple licks i don't think he would stay there all day i mean i didn't stay there all day either i just let them i mean i wouldn't sit there for three hours if they wanted to keep doing it or anything like <laughs> I, I that. Didn't say, Laura was there for eight hours actually yeah. on sunday night she's still there right now Jackson's
5: <laughs> still looking at she's like okay i want to go are you done yet <laughs> is there something that you're the complete opposite on with matt because it's something like that it's like two or three licks i'm cool she goes as long as they want to go she's there for him
4: the complete opposite um gosh we are we are opposite in a lot of things i think mostly like our parenting styles we are very much like good cop bad cop on certain things like sometimes i'm bad cop sometimes he's good cop and sometimes it's reverse but like when just in general with the girls um if something if I don't know if they do something, his first instinct is like, what are you doing? Like if they do something negative, like, why are you doing this? And and I'm more like, OK, let's find out what was your whole thinking behind it. And I always get on him. I'm like, don't yell. And he's like they're not going to learn unless I, they understand I'm upset and I'm like don't yell and he's like you're too easy on them and so it's like finding that happy medium so I think we're kind of opposites on that
5: do they have a favorite to go to when they want something knowing if they go to mom first she's probably going to say yes or dad's the one that's going to give them like if, if Brooklyn wants to hang out with her friends on Friday night are they going to go to you first for permission because they know I'm they're going to get a yes
4: I'm usually the no actually you're the no. I'm usually the no and Matt Matt is he always throws it to me he's like go ask you it's like he's not a no, but he's not a yes. He's, he's like, he diverts to me. And then I'll be like, no. And they'll, so they'll, then they get upset and then they'll go back to him. She said, no. And then he'll be like, why'd you say no? I'm like, because, you know, whatever. <laughs> and and that This isn't a case where I'm bad cop, but you know, it just, I, I don't say no to everything. But if I, if I think that it's not necessary, it's like, No. Was, the answer is no. Look, can, we, can I do an all weekend sleepover with so-and-so? I'm like, no, you cannot. <laughs> Why not? Because you cannot. That's just the, because I said so.
5: Well, plus two, they're not fun. It might be fun the first night, but an all weekend sleepover? Yeah. After that first night, you're probably going to get homesick and want to come home and sleep in your own bed. Not- it sounds fun going into it, but an all weekend sleepover? I, I'm good for one night as a kid.
4: Exactly. Exactly.
5: Yeah, that's probably what we're the most opposite on. Steph, are you and James complete opposites on something?
6: I'm trying to think too because we're actually pretty similar in a lot of things but things that we can be opposite on I'm thinking like he likes to get things done now like it, you know it could be months away for from doing something that we need to do he's like let's just get it over with now I'm like, let's just chill. Like, let's wait on it. I don't want you to get overwhelmed by this. And he's like, no, 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 no. If we can do it now, let's do it. So there's there's that thing. Another thing is now I'm thinking about Momo, our dog, is when James drives, he'll let Momo sit on his lap. I'm like, I cannot let Momo sit on my lap while I drive. I just get too distracted. He wants to look out the window. He wants the window down. He wants to go <laughs> down the way. I'm like, no, 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 no. Momo needs to be in the back seat while I drive. But James is cool. James is cool driving. Momo's on his lap. And they're having the best times of their life. So those are the two things that I can think of that we're pretty opposite on. That, that like, I get panic attacks when I see people driving with their dogs on their
4: on their lap. Like, it really... I, like I don't know, it just bothers me because I I worry like God forbid something happened. I like I don't expect them to be full on like seat belted, but I get such panic attacks when I see people driving with mm-hmm. dogs on their lap. It freaks me
5: out. There's actually doggy seatbelts, and we used to be that same way. Mercedes, we'd be up until gosh about a year ago. Road trips with Jax, he'd be in the back seat, and we would driving to Joshua Tree, three hours the entire time. He's trying to get up to the front seat, and so you're driving, it's you to a struggle too. You push it, get back, get yeah. back. No, no, and he'll wheeze his way up there he would get up there and all of a sudden you got a 35 pound dog jumping up to the front seat he would jump on lara's lap or try to get a mine it's distracting like you said and then we got these doggy seatbelts game changers really it holds him in place he'll try to go he realizes he can't he can't move and it also calms him a little bit too oh. it's like he's like he calms down he lies in the back seat and same with zoe she's in a carrying case in that case we kind of just be sitting in the back seat that is strapped as well because god forbid you get in an accident or something the the dog he get injured, or the dog can fly around and hit you, or something. It's it's not safe.
6: I know, and I get scared too. So I'll let James and Momo for a little bit. If it's around town, all right, you you know that's fine. But when he gets on the free, I'm like all right, come on, Momo, you're going back in the back seat. I cannot I cannot afford a, an accident with Momo. Yeah, you don't want to risk that. That's that's something I I don't know. It's like it's not illegal though,
4: is it? Or is it? Do you know?
5: I don't know. What about dogs in the back of a truck? That few, it, oh, I get so angry with that.
4: Yes, that is that upsets me too. I haven't seen that for a very long time, though. It's been a long time since I've. Can
5: gone. you call the cops on that? That should be illegal. A dog in the bed of a truck.
4: That doesn't seem safe. Uh uh-uh. uh When I was a kid, we would all ride in the back of the truck, open <laughs> air, just <laughs> flying all over the place. Well, that was a parenting fail.
5: <laughs> you would want to sit in the wheel well too, because I was like a little bench in the back. Oh, so yeah, sit, yeah, I got was the bench the spot
4: to sit, of course. <laughs> Which means you're even
5: higher, better chances of falling out of the bed of the truck. But hey, that's what you got around back then.
4: Yeah, it's crazy.
5: No, yeah, like you said, we started here in the break talking about Ed Sheeran tickets. They're next hour at nine forty. And up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? All
4: right. Do you make more money if you are more attractive? We're going to talk about that. Also, should food labels include this on their on, on their nutrition labels? We're going to talk about that. And a man is stuck with a bill after his dog orders something very interesting. We'll tell you what happened coming up next in the Hot 3.
3: Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot
5: Three on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot Three is brought to you by Flyover Las Vegas. Locals now get 50% off.
4: Ugly people get paid less than the pretty ones. There's a new survey that just came out that found that unattractive men earn 15% less than those men that are seen as attractive. 15 percent less that is quite significant if you think about it um on the on on the side of women they're calling them plain women (laughs) Uh, okay plain women earned 11 percent less than their prettier counterparts i stuff like this just I bring it up just because it's you know it's out there and you deserve to know but it kind of infuri- infuriates me because one uh, obviously just looking at what it is like oh if you're pretty you make more if you're ugly you make less but th- uh, if you look a little deeper it's like okay who who's the boss like. Who's the person deciding to pay their version of what's attractive may be totally different than what we think is attractive. So I don't know that you can just make a standard like that's a pretty person. That's a plain person. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah. And then also too, how they like, how's that happening? Where let's just say we, Mercedes, you and I open up a rental car place and we're hiring front desk agents to work there. And Susie walks in. Wow. Susie's hot. You're gonna get paid $15 an hour. Uh, Rebecca, she was the term that is plain? Plain, plain. Rebecca, uh, yeah, Rebecca, you yeah, are going to hire you the same thing as Susie. Want to pay you twelve fifty? I
4: um, I, I don't know if they're accepting that. If maybe it's like a job where they say, okay, what would you like to be paid? Mm. And and maybe uh, Rebecca is saying, oh, I I want um, sixty thousand dollars a year. And who was the first one? Susie, 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 Susie comes in and she's like, I'd like seventy five thousand dollars a year. And they're like, we're going to go with Susie on this one. Um, but I saw um a TikTok. This was like last year. And it was really interesting. The person who made it got a ton of backlash. She was a hiring manager, and she uh, posted that this this girl came, came in um, to interview for the job. They asked her what she would like to make, and she said, I would like to make this. Let's say it was like $50,000 a year. And she said, shame on her for not knowing her worth and asking for more. My budget was $75,000 a year, and now she's only making 50000 and people were like, why not give her the 75 then? I mean, why not make her the happiest employee mm-hmm. in the world? And, and she's like, well, because she didn't ask for it. It's like sometimes people are just really want to get a job and they don't know. They don't know what a job is worth. So it ended up backfiring on that lady. And she it's like, how, how do people know
5: what to ask I, for? Yeah. Yeah.
4: I guess maybe you should say, what is your budget for this position? And then go just maybe a little higher than that to, in case they're not telling you the truth. I don't know. But, yeah, I thought that was kind of a crappy thing to do. And then to post it on social media, too. What if the girl saw that?
5: Yeah. You know? See what she could be making. Yeah. What's a line you just used? That's a great line. Because the employers do that. They'll ask you maybe what you're making now or what would you like to make. And it's, they put the ball in your court. I'd rather hear what they kind of what their number is first and then go off of that or go a little bit higher than that. Yeah.
4: What is your budget for the position? And let's say they say, oh, our budget is between 60 and 80 Okay. Okay. Um, I would like to. I, I would like to be around the eighty five thousand dollar mark. Personally, um, can we work something out to that effect? And then mm-hmm. no, it's back in Air Court. I gave you a number, so but well, now you know.
5: With the numbers, yeah. When I went to DC, one of the first the, the program director there asked me what I was making. When was first, what are you making there in Las Vegas? And I told him, and which was pennies. And so he based my pay off of those pennies. And I'm like, ah. And I found out afterwards that they had a bigger budget, but it's kind of like that lady. It's like, I told him what I was making, and he's like, what can we give you this? Which was higher um like percentage wise but like the end of the day it was still lower what they had like budgeted wise i'm like ah i really lost out here always ask their budget I'll yeah. always
4: ask they may not be honest with you but at least you kind of have a general area and mm-hmm. like i said always ask for above that budget and then and then see if you can negotiate your way down if they're telling you the truth and if not then they might be like you know what that extra is not worth fighting over it you're hired mm-hmm. you know you smart can, gotta advocate for yourself um oh man Okay. Uh, Also this morning, if you want to eat a full sleeve of cookies, no one is stopping you. But would this change your mind? Now, a study in England found that instead of just calorie counts on labels, printing the amount of exercise you would need to burn them off might help people eat less. For example, a can of Pepsi, 150 calories, but it might say you would have to walk for 30 minutes or run for 15 minutes to burn this off. Would that make you reconsider? Uh, There's already a name for that kind of labeling. It's called PACE, which stands for Physical Activity Calorie Equivalence. And for what it's worth, they only pulled people in the UK on this, and most people were not in favor of it. Only 33% said it's a good idea, but around half did agree it would probably grab their attention more than just seeing the nutritional info.
5: It wouldn't stop me from eating something. Yeah, it would get my attention, but it it wouldn't stop me. Oh, I've got to run for 10 minutes because I'm going to eat this donut or whatever. It's not going to stop me if I want that donut.
4: It would it wouldn't inspire me to work out more if i you know i might still want it okay like okay this donut you have to run for a half hour and I'll be like, oh, boy, do I have time to run today? <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll do it. I'll run for a half hour. But the problem is, it's not like automatic. It's not like, oh, you eat this, now run for a half hour. Now it's, it's canceled. <laughs> it, that's not exactly how it works.
5: That's my go-to is if I eat a lot, like the next day at the gym, I, I do 10 laps. And then I always say, I'll, I'll run an extra lap. Like the one extra lap at oh, LBAC yeah, is made all the difference. Yeah, it's not going to burn <laughs> off that big dessert I had last night. Yeah, it's not doesn't happen. That. But it
4: doesn't hurt it, that's for sure. True. All right, finally this morning, Thomas Barnes of Raleigh disputed a $70 charge with DirecTV when his Bichon Freese dog ordered the Hustler channel. Barton says he thinks the dog, named Marino, hopped onto the bed and hit the wrong button on the remote with his paws. He immediately called the company, explained the situation, and they told him that the charge would be reversed. This was in 2019, and DirecTV allegedly turned off his service when he paid everything but the $70. Where Barnes was finally able to get the FCC involved, and they finally credited him for seventy dollars. Uh, Marino the dog had no comment on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is everyone else like, yeah, sure?
5: Is it the a one button push to order, yeah. or is How it already long
4: on? Did it take you to notice? Uh-huh. Uh, seven minutes,
5: <laughs> or, or what? <laughs> His wife walks in. I swear the dog uh, yeah, ordered it. sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to waste the money. I'm going to watch it now. Nine forty. Those tickets for you to go see Ed Sheeran. These are winning before you can buy. Tickets they go on sale October fourteenth, but your tickets at nine forty. In that situation, we're just talking about off the air. You have to turn around, right? there's no option there's, not to turn around there's
4: no option I mean it's uh the uh, when when he told me that story I was like well you're you're stuck you're stuck backtracking there's no way you're out of it
5: yeah you can't you have to turn around so the situation is our boss was coming back from California and uh, he had his wife and his mom was in the car she was coming back with him to town they stopped in Victorville at Starbucks to get some coffee and everything and everything's fantastic
4: and go to the bathroom
5: and go to the bathroom too yeah. yeah nice bathrooms at that Starbucks there uh, get back in the car start driving he says they get past Barstow and and his wife gets a call on her phone, and she picks up, and she just turns to, to Jay Love, our boss, and she says, uh-oh, we got to turn around. He's like, what do you mean we got to turn around? He's like, this is someone with your mom's cell phone, and they're in Victorville.
4: Oh, I thought it was his brother that called him. The people that found the cell phone? Oh, I thought it was called? the people that called. Oh, see, I the way he explained it to me, um, his brother called him, and he's driving, so he told his wife, hey, answer the phone, and it's the brother. And the cell phone people called the brother. Who then called them and said, you got to go oh, back. That's, yeah,
5: because they had, they had the moms. That, someone found the mom's phone at the Starbucks in Victorville. It was ringing, so they picked it up. Yes. And it was the brother. And they said, hey, I'm a random stranger. This phone is at the Starbucks in Victorville. And that's when the brother then called J-Love, who is now past Barstow. <laughs> Victorville to Barstow is 30 minutes. He said they were past Barstow. You have to turn around and go back and get it.
4: And for your phone? I I mean, I actually I, I thought about this. I'm like, okay, if it's my mom... How much does your mom really depend on her phone?
5: Oh, this is hardcore.
4: I was like, is there a way they could just send it, maybe overnight it, so I don't have to turn around and go back? Like, what's the amount of distance you could go and not be like, "Oh," Because, like, let's say they were back home, and this was still in Barstow. I would say send it. I'll pay for the price. But the fact that they were in Victorville out of Barstow, was that? Like... Extra half hour, or yeah, so? half hour each way. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's worth going back, in my opinion. Okay,
5: you're in Baker, California, and that's an hour and twenty minutes from Victorville. So now you're you're in Baker. You see the big thermometer. Life is great. You get the call. Mom's cell phone is back in Victorville. An hour and twenty minutes to get back.
4: I I go home. I don't go back. I'm like, Mom, I'm sorry. <laughs> You can't, um, you know, send your two texts that you send every three weeks. And my mom I hardly even uses her phone anyway, except when I call her. So it, it'll be fine. We'll just have them send it to you. And then I'll, I'll give them a nice little reward finder's fee, you know?
5: Okay. Uh, this situation here. Uh, let me, uh, you are in, you hit state line. You're a prim and you get a call and someone found Brooklyn's cell phone in Victorville two hours and eight minutes away.
4: Uh, Send it. She'll survive. It's her fault.
5: <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> it's her fault.
4: I, I'm not driving you, back for that.
5: Your cell phone, though. You My turn around, phone, right? Okay, you turn around back and get different.
4: it. Things are different now.
5: Have you ever left anything like that? Been in that situation where you get so far and you have to? Turn around and go back and get it. And do you have and and let's say for the radio station, you're driving into work. What's the cutoff? Once you get on the two fifteen, you're not turning around and getting your cell phone.
4: Um, That happened to me recently. I was driving to the district at Green Valley Ranch. We were doing our Thursday nights, uh, and uh, and I got on the two fifteen, and I was at two fifteen and Sahara, and that's probably I don't know five six miles from my house. Yeah. And I went back. Uh, if I called my husband on my watch, which I, I could do, spy kid style. Hey, I'm coming home. Please have my cell phone ready for me. And so when I pulled in, it was like a pit stop. I pull in, garage opens, he zips out, I grab it, and I'm, I take <laughs> so
5: off. So you're not getting out of the car. You're saving time that yes, way. Yes, exactly. I was, uh, where was I? Driving to the TV station. This was last year. And I got on Summerlin Parkway. And at that point, what, one, I rushed for time and... Summerland Parkway from my house. To me, it's not worth the turnaround. But so as soon as I got to the to the TV station, I told one of her coworkers, I'm like, hey, do me a favor, text my wife and let her know that I left my cell phone at home. Like, And she did. And Flora back, she's like, okay, cool. Like, in case you need me, I don't have my cell phone. Like, it's such a panic. Care. Yeah, she's like, all right, cool. Tell them I'll see him tonight. No big deal.
4: I know. There are some things that are worth going back for and some that are not. When we left our very first trip to Europe, I left the passports at home oh. on the way to the airport. There was no way we could not go back. We had to go back. Luckily, my husband likes to get to the airport like three hours in advance, so we had plenty of time to go back cook a meal
5: and then leave <laughs> <laughs> i'm with you man i want time at the airport i can't live like that i want to enjoy the uh everything that harry Reid international airport has oh, to offer
4: man yeah, natalie had something similar happen hey natalie what happened to you so what happened is i was driving my
0: family to lax uh and my dad called halfway through literally we're almost probably 30 feet away from the airport he's like i thought you guys left we like yeah he goes uh you guys left his uh my son's passport and i was like I have to drive all the way back to Vegas now. Oh, my goodness. So I actually drove to Barso. I drove a little bit past Barso, and, and thankfully we had a really good family friend who said, hey, I'll meet you there. But regardless, I missed the flight, but we got to go literally around midnight. So it was oh. a crazy invite. It was the worst day of my
4: life. There's like, there's nothing you can do without the passport. Mm-hmm. You're stuck. I mean, driver's license doesn't matter. You need the passport. Oh,
5: what a great friend. Start driving. I'll start driving. Where we meet, we meet. Then give me the passport. Oh,
4: man. But still, at, at least they made it that day. But the red eye. Oh, at least you can sleep.
5: <laughs> Throws your whole trip <laughs> off. Yes. Ed Sheeran, 940. Those tickets are yours.
3: That's probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending is on Mix 94.1.
4: Tom Brady and Giselle Bundchen are trending. It seems like the two may be headed for divorce. Page Six is reporting that the couple has been living separately for the past two months following a big fight. And now they are looking at dividing their multi-million dollar empire. Their sources say that they both have lawyers and are looking at what a split will entail. Who gets what and what the finances will be? Neither of them nor their reps have commented. But as of right now, it's it's not looking great for the two of them. I
5: wonder if that'll affect his playing ability during the season. If that's a distraction or he can focus on playing football, or how it's going to pan out for him the rest of the year.
4: Um, well, he hasn't been playing great, ha- has he? As of late?
5: Uh they did they win on Sunday? I'm not following the Buccaneers. I
4: don't. I, I well, whenever they played. I don't. I don't know if they won or not. But from what I understand, his stats have not. Been up to par, I, or not what they're used to, and they lost to the Chiefs. Oh, they did 41 to 31.
5: You, do you yeah. have him in fantasy, or have you seen? Because that's one thing about playing fantasy football you're kind of on top of everyone's stats.
4: I don't have him in fantasy. Um, I do have a couple of receive I have a receiver from the Buccaneers, uh-huh. but he has not been playing, so it's doing me no good Uh-oh. sitting on my bench, <laughs> you know. I play our boss next week or this this week. Isn't he a
5: savage? Doesn't he talk trash?
4: Oh, he is the worst. Like he just will not stop. When he came in the next day after he beat me last time, Uh I was just like so annoyed. He's like a gloater to the max. I just like I hope that I win just for the fact that he can't gloat. I can't stand when people over
5: gloat. What's he coming strutting in like a braid style that he won? He
4: he gives me the smirk. He's like. Morning. I'm like, morning, congratulations. <gasps> <laughs> I beat
5: you. <sighs>
3: I'm like, oh, gosh.
4: okay, whatever.
5: That's why I did lunch yesterday because he beat me a year ago. Finally got around to our lunch, but yeah, he, yeah, he, he enjoys the wins. Oh, yeah, but the losses. He's he, all quiet. Then he's, he, he's not he, in the next no, day. No, he
4: just doesn't mention them. He just like forgets about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, also trending this morning. Speaking of sports, Aaron Judge is trending. He made history last night when the New York Yankees superstar knocked his record-breaking 62nd home run of the year. Check this out.
5: Can we do? Let's do the national call and then the local call So okay. we hear the difference. So here's the national call. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. That is far. Ahead
3: to set the new American League record.
4: That was very exciting, wasn't it? Yeah. I not the one I heard. I was watching on the Yes Network, the Yankees uh, Network, and Michael Kay, who I I love. Love him or hate him. Some people hate him. I love him. He is like the voice of the Yankees to me. When he made the call, oh, man, I was so
3: hyped.
5: Okay, here's, here's the local call.
3: High fly ball. Deep left. There it goes! Soaring into history, he's done it. He has done it. 62. Aaron Judge is the American League single-season home run leader. The AL king. Case closed. I love
4: Michael K. And he's not like it's not local. It's the Yankee Sports Network. It's a big national network.
5: But But did the home announcers or
4: Michael K is the voice of the Yankees. Mm -hmm. Like every Yankees fan knows who Michael K is. He's uh yeah, he's awesome. I just thought his call was so much. Oh yeah. So it's passion behind (laughs) that as well. Yeah. Um, so now, uh, the man who caught the ball, his name is Corey humans. He's a VP at Fisher investments and he manages, uh, $197 billion worldwide. So, uh, he doesn't need the money, but he sure is going to get it. He doesn't know what he's going to do with the ball yet. And Aaron Judge says, hey, he, he made a great catch. He deserves that ball. He would like it back, but we're going to see what happens on that. Memorabilia experts say the, the ball could wor- be worth $2 million. Ooh. $2 million. So
5: I, go ahead. I was say, I've got some audio too I want to play for you. As regards to national announcers versus local announcers. So in 2013, it was the, the Iron Bowl. It was Alabama against Auburn. And the game was tied with, like, one second left. And Alabama was favored to win the game, but it was tied with one second left. And they decided to go for a 57-yard field goal to win the game. It's a long field goal in college football. So they're going for the field goal. Auburn puts a guy back in the end zone. In case it's short, he can catch it and run it back for maybe a touchdown. And that's what happened. But listen to the national call. There's excitement in the national call. Listen, here's the national call from that game.
3: On the way. No. No return by Chris Davis. Davis goes left. Davis gets a block. Davis has another block. Chris Davis. No flags.
5: Touchdown Auburn. So there's excitement. You hear the crowd just going bonkers. Here, here's the local announcers and how they call that. I mean, it was just an incredible play, an incredible finish to the game. But here's the local announcers.
1: 56 yarder. It's got no, does not have the leg. And Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10. 15, 20,
3: 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45.
5: There goes Davis. Oh my god! Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! He ran the misfield goal back! He ran it back
3: 109 yards! Keep him off the field tonight! Oh my god! This is oh annoying. Oh my god. <laughs> really? Wins. The, guy, oh the
4: my. guy is making me have a panic attack. He's like, oh,
5: he's losing his breath. Don't have a heart attack, sir. Oh my god. It gives me chills. <laughs> Steph, when you watched it, what was watching it and that, the passion of the local announcer? The end of the game, he ran it back 107 yards to win the game with no time yet, uh, on the clock. Yeah,
6: one second before the kick, and I, I loved it. I oh. was really into it. I guess seeing the game and just isolating the audio, it could get a little annoying, so I see where you're coming from,
2: Mercedes. Maybe if, And
6: maybe if you're an Auburn fan,
4: it's more exciting. Oh, I'm not know? an
5: Auburn fan. It was just a passion. Like the, 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 I remember seeing that game live, the national announcers. You can hear the excitement, but when you get those local announcers, holy smokes, the energy just going bonkers. Yeah,
4: the local n- announcers definitely have more passion. Did you guys uh, see that basketball game last night with uh, Ho You Fat?
5: What? <laughs> what was this?
4: <laughs> That's the players. The, so, so there's there's a guy playing. Uh, who is the who was playing? It was a uh, it is a basketball game. It was on uh, ESPN. What, what? Oh, let me find it. I just sent Steph the audio. So
5: this is like a new player
4: in the NBA. It was like a preseason game. Okay, so. Hold on one second. Let me get this. He, he, he's uh, a song curling off the screen, wait, 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 Don't play, don't play. Yeah, hold on. Let me explain. So, so this the 34 year old French forward for the Metropolitans uh, is named Steve Ho You Fat, and so the they were calling the game here in like in Las Vegas apparently, and so. The, they were it was in the fourth quarter the guy he shoots a three and even the announcers made a comment that it was like okay here's the audio from that
3: the curling off the screen driving baseline oh you fat with a three yes i just said that that is that man's name don't tweet at me i don't want to tweet from anybody that's the man's name
4: oh you fat with the three that's great <laughs> So yeah, that was trending last night. I could not figure out why. why oh, you I fat? Saw that I was like, oh boy, okay. So there you go. That is what's trending. Oh, <laughs> you fats for the three. Take it to
5: see Ed Sheeran coming up here in just about ten minutes. It's makes ninety four point one, and our phones are hot right now.
4: It is Ooh. Justina on the phone. Hi, Justina. Hi, how are you? (laughs) Really good, but you are great because you are color 20. (laughs) (laughs) So excited for you, Justina. This is going to be such an amazing concert. Ed Sheeran coming to town. His North American tour is hitting Las Vegas Allegiant Stadium in September of next year. And now you are going. Congratulations.
3: Oh, my God. Thank
4: you so
5: much. (laughs) Thank you, Justina. And we have your tickets to go see Ed Sheeran. We'll have him again tomorrow morning at 740 and also again at 940. But actually, Heather has a pair for you today in the 5 o'clock hour. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And
4: that is it for us on a Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you come back tomorrow. More Ed Sheeran tickets to give away. We've got two pairs, 7 o'clock hour and 9 o'clock hour. Make sure you're listening for that. J-Love headed in next. He will get you through your work day. And right now, it's time for the line of the day.
5: Is Mercedes guilty of peeing in the shower and the sink? Here is her shocking response. And I am guilty of both.
4: Oh, <laughs> no! No! Really? I am guilty. <laughs> no! The sink thing, it was in the dorms my sophomore year in college. <laughs> Our room had a sink in it, but we didn't have a bathroom. It was a community bathroom. And one night it was late. I didn't want to walk all the way down the hall to the bathroom. So I put the chair in front of the sink. Smart. Turned on the water. <laughs> and then just went in
5: the sink. I actually applaud you on that.
4: I mean, it was, brilliant. It was quick thinking. Didn't want to lose my sleepiness and walk down the hall so I, I did what i had to
5: do how many times did you do this little trick
4: um i only did it that one time really? i actually should have done it more but
5: i'm glad i didn't <laughs> and that'll do it for show number 1710 of mercedes in the morning
3: mercedes in the morning did you miss the show you're not gonna want to miss this folks uh, catch up now download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at mix941.fm
1: mercedes in the morning returns tomorrow morning